not the <sighs> avoid legal snags by telling people that they are being recorded. Thank Here's you. an idea. Eat a bag of dicks. I would love being recorded. <laughs> Only during sex though. Is there another way to do sex? Not recorded? Yeah, in public. That's just like people's eyes recording it, right? No, I record in public too, bro. Oh, you're just like you're out having sex in front of people but also recording it? Are I'm you the recording man like, and the talent. Are you recording you have all of everything? Oh, I'm you the got talent. Like, angles going on. I'm the cameraman and the talent. Oh, so you're you're you are you're like that guy for the casting couch. And you're but just like instead of a couch, said, hey, ma, look, on no hands. Being like, so how old are you? Is this your first time? No, it's the look, ma, no hands. And I just got double cameras. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. Not Sorry. just regular cameras. I got the 1970 cameras that are fucking shoulder mounts. Oh, yeah. The ones with the, like the big fucking battery packs. It's like yeah. 300 pounds. Yeah. The ones that look, you probably need to take steroids to be able to carry them. X1000, like the old like skate ones. You don't know what that is. Inside joke for the people skateboarding out there. I know what those are. It's the ones that it's like a, the a ones. bag. Yeah. And that you always see people. Those are, they still use something like that pro wise. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just more. It's like the HD version of it. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. get this bitch started. Do All your right. thing. What's up, you beautiful bastards. Welcome to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I'm your host, Kiki G's handsome twin brother, Tyler. Joining me as always is my co-host, the creature that you get when you feed an ornithopter to a birthing pod, Matt. Matt, what's going on, man? Hello, hello. Nothing, man. What's, What's going up? on? All right, we got a lot of shit to talk about, so let's jump right in. Uh, first things first, <laughs> after the first episode, uh, we went back and reviewed the footage. And yeah, we, let's, uh, let's have a, a new we had disclaimer. Some also listen to it, <laughs> those unfortunate souls. Um, we've got, we've, we have uh, maybe a little bit of a drinking problem, but only when it comes to recording podcasts. So uh, we are going to make a concerted effort to drink a, li- a little bit less. Less, not... Not yeah, at all. Less. less. Yeah. No, we're still drinking. We're obviously still drinking right now. I have a whiskey and a beer beside me. So yeah. No, the key word just... in that is try to. Yes. And because hit... trying doesn't guarantee success. But we're for those just... of you who made it to the end of our podcast last week, thank oh, you. you. Sorry, you sons guys, of bitches. You're the real. You're the real heroes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys deserve an award for that because we were just just incoherent idiots. We talked for the next day about it, and we were both oh. just like. Oh, I don't remember the blast of it. At all. And we were both so hungover the next day. Here's the thing. One of my favorite ideas we've had was the accumulated knowledge. Yes. I don't remember it. I don't. Yeah, because in I I edited the, the the podcast last week. And the amount of things that I had to cut out at during that portion, like I had to explain it to you like four different times. I only think two of them made it into the episode. That doesn't surprise me. I was I was very hungover the day. I was yeah, so was I. Work was miserable. <laughs> yeah, was not fun. No, so we're, that's yeah. so we're, that's we're disclaimer gonna number one. We're, no, we're going to try, gonna try to do a little bit anything, better. We're going to try. Oh yeah. Um, so second second up on the docket. Um, I had a couple people listen to it and they said that we should explain the cards more. Um, yeah, they're probably right. That also goes along with us probably just in- incoherent rambling. Um, it happens. We will make a make a concerted effort to explain the cards as we're talking about them, especially the weird ones for dumb, weird formats that we play. And that's something that we'll talk about again. Not perfect, but we're making strides. We're going to try to make this as good as we can. Mm. Yeah, We're learning as we go. Yeah. Do you want to give the people uh, another disclaimer? Oh, yeah. Um. So like last week, it's probably not going to change. We're going to continue. Swap. Yeah, here's the thing. It's going <laughs> to that's going to be. That's my MO. I cannot bite my tongue. No, I like things, swears. It's fun. Well, you see, we're I, dumb, so we need to fill the voids in our brains. Would you say that we're idiots? Was that? 
I said, would you say that we're idiots? I would say that we're idiots. Yeah, we used idiot too much last time too. That was the alcohol talking. Again, trying to do better. We'll work on it. If you guys, if you guys are along for the ride, you guys, you can see the progression of our brains slowly disintegrating into nothingness. You poor bastards. All right, so let's talk about what everybody is wanting to hear right now in the magic community. Nobody's talking about anything else besides this. The biggest thing that's really been happening in general in the magic community. Modern Horizons. What do you think about Modern Horizons? It started off real weak. Real, real weak. It did kind of start off a little lackluster, right? I mean, that was even from the jump. Like, when they spoiled the first two cards out of the set, the... uh, Bullshit. Bullshit garbage. Planeswalker, Sarah... Like she was all right. She's really cool, and I like angels. And she does flavor. Flavor wise, it was real good. But what she's like a she's a five mana planeswalker that when she comes no, down, no, no, she that's makes four mana. Oh, she's a that's... four four planeswalker, and when she four comes mana, down, yeah. she makes a Sarah angel. So she makes a three three flyer vigilance. Four four. Or she makes uh, a she makes a, she makes yeah. an actual Sarah angel. Yes, and so she, she makes did an one loyalty four four flyer with vigilance. That that's awesome. And. You can continue doing it if you if she survives or whatever. Yeah, but I that's mean, the best her part. Possibility it's... isn't like awful, but I don't think it's modern playable. And if that was the goal out of the oh, cards no. that they spoiled, I didn't think they. I think they missed the mark. This is also a limited Cabal therapist. Bomb. This is going to be a ridiculous limited card. Oh, the, the it's angel. a fairy angel for four. Sarah mana. the benevolent is the card that we're talking about. If we didn't mention that, yes. Which I, I will actually go ahead and read it. Um, it is two white white. Uh, legendary planeswalker sarah comes in with four loyalty counters for plus two creatures you control with flying get plus one plus one until end of turn which feeds into the next one um minus three create a four four white angel creature token with flying and vigilance which is basically sarah angel which has been around that is it makes a sarah angel token besides calling it a sarah angel if you want to be a baller buy some alpha or beta sarah angels and use those as tokens because that's that is a baller move buy fourth edition one here garson and then (laughs) then minus six is you get an emblem with if you control a creature Damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead, which is so drum roll, Tyler. What card? It's well, worship, baby. Don't talk ruined. to me about white enchantments. I love that shit. You ruined my game, but thanks. Yes, it is worship. Yeah, it is worship. It's just a I, worship. I love. It. So, hey, man, other formats probably not much of anything. Limited going to be. It's going to be insane. Limited. It's going to end games like on the spot. And limited. It'll just be, and maybe in some like casual formats, you play it in like a blue white or white x flyers deck and just pump your team constantly and then you just make a worship token like yeah that's that seems fine so the other card that they spoiled like right off the bat was cabal therapist which is cabal therapy on a stick so it's one black and it has menace and it says at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase you may sacrifice a creature when you do choose a non-land card name then target player reveals their hand and you discard all cards with that name and it's a one one um it's just a really, really fucking bad Cabal therapy. Very. I don't very know if it's going to see playing like therapy. maybe like an Elves deck is like a sideboard. I don't know. I don't think the card's very good. Honestly, the best thing that it's probably with is actual, just legitimate Cabal therapy. I mean, yeah, because you can sack it. Well, the thing is with this card too, you can sack other creatures to it. Uh, I guess I didn't think of which, that. That's yeah, not which bad, is kind of yeah. cool. And I mean, if there's a sack synergy that somehow tokens. This you have a bunch with... of tokens you yeah, have some that's... stuff that well here's one of the big things that 
makes me think of that there's a lot of commander decks that have die triggers. Yeah, and for sure. Stuff that doubles your die tri- or your death triggers, quote unquote. And so that's not bad, but I don't yeah, think it's that great. I, but but cool. in a modern context, again, yeah, these were the first two cards that they spoiled for the set. Yeah, way before They're anything modern. else. Yeah, way and before anything else. The set is literally called Modern Horizon. And this was a fucking cloudy day on the horizon when they realized that, or when we saw these and we realized, oh, maybe this set really isn't a modern set. But I mean, honestly, when it started out, it was it was fine. There were some bangers out of there. Like the Force of Will was sweet. There were some other cards that were really awesome that I could see like genuinely a lot of play in modern. No, the boss Tom Ross was just fucking with us. Yeah, the fucking the, the boss just dangled it in front of our face like a piece of meat and then just said, oh, yeah, by the way. It's not. And there's yeah. a bunch of memes going go around ahead. on Twitter that's saying like, oh, it's like, look at this as Modern Horizons. And then they pull off the Scooby-Doo mask and it's actually Commander Horizons. Yes. And like those memes are like, they're all well and good. But there are some really fucking cool cards for yes. modern you and took, potentially legacy and vintage in this set. You took the words out of my mouth. This set has, I believe, my personal opinion, turned around. Yeah. And especially very this, heavily in the last two days. And yeah. like we have the lion's share of spoilers i believe at this point we only have what two more days left of spoilers thursday and friday for the rest of the set and then we have it all could not tell you i'll let you i I believe that that's the case okay i believe you so that's we have we have the lion's share of this set at this point and there are some cards that are really really fucking impressive yes i agree so i I want to dive in on some that we that we pulled out that we think are really significant Yep, I'm reading the first one. I don't give a shit what you say. Yeah, because you're you're more excited about this than I am. This is my bread and butter. Okay, so it is a blue mythic. The name of it is Echo of Eons or Aeons. I say, I'd say Eons. Eons, right? Yeah, that's because it's E. Yeah. Or maybe it's no Aeons because I say Emrakul the Aeons torn. Yeah, shut up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it is four blue blue for a sorcery, and it reads. Each player shuffles their hand and graveyard into their library, then draws seven cards. If you're saying, Bop, that sounds like Time Twister, you're goddamn right it does. Yeah, that, that is exactly the text on Time, time Twister. Reads. But yes. the, the difference between Time Twister and this is that Time Twister is too Yeah, this costs six mana, right? So yeah, what are your I mean there's already there's already a card what is your in impression modern of this? that that is better than this card, right? It was what, M eleven time reversal? It's like three blue blue? Yes, the exact it's same the exact text same text. All right, now I'm going to throw a little kink in the puzzle here. Flashback for two and a blue. Yeah. Holy shit. In your graveyard, this card is actual um, time twister. Like, are you kidding me? This is and I this is this is the hard line in the sand that I'm drawing. This card is the closest we will ever get to a power 9 card ever printed. Bro, we have Mox Amber. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Okay, you're right. But, you're right. I was proven wrong. But no, this card is this card is the real deal. Yes. Holy shit, this card is fucking. You know insane. what's a very very popular card in modern currently? What are you talking about? Faithless looting. Oh wait, you mean the one that discards cards? You discards, mean the yeah. one red spell that you draw to and then discard to? Yeah. Modern weirdly is a format that allows you to discard cards if you want to do that. I mean, in my opinion, modern is defined by graveyard it's, strategies. It's one mana. It's 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 one mana spells, right? Like. You have the like the colorless decks that are playing Ancient Stirring. Ancient Stirrings lets you look at the top cards of your library and pull out a colorless spell. And you have the colorless decks that pretty much run off of that engine. And then you have like the other the spell based strategies that are playing red. They're running off of Faithless Looting that lets you for one red draw two cards, discard two. 
Like modern is yeah, based on one. This card. I don't read this as four mana blue blue. I read this as time twister that you can only cast from your graveyard. from your graveyard. Yeah, like it. It's it. It it really reads as you can't cast this card while it's in your hand. You can only cast it in your graveyard. Also, time twister. Yeah. Like that is fucking nuts, right? Yes. Like what? What is Very this? Good. What is going on? Like people are going to get to play with a card that they normally would not have access to. And the only barrier for that is obviously playing the card or is buying the card and putting it in a deck. But the only barrier to that is being able to put it in your graveyard. That is fucking nuts. Guess what? Legacy doesn't have stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. Legacy doesn't have a, doesn't have a time twister really equivalent at all. Cause not moderns never had it, but now we three do mana. Yeah. Also the flavor text is fucking my fucking amazing. fancy. What the present is a matter of perspective. Well, yeah, the present is a matter of perspective because if I'm think if I'm looking at this card, I'm thinking it's 1995. I'm thinking yeah. that I'm looking at Time Twister because we are looking at Time Twister in modern. That is so fucking cool. God damn. Your timeline's off 1993, 94. But yeah, yes, oh, I guess correct. 93, 94. I mean, Time Twister was still available at a relatively cheap price in 95, right? Though. Yeah. So yeah, I, so I'm not entirely off. I mean, yeah, off topic. Yeah, so suck a bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to let you yeah, I think read that card really, one. That card goes without saying. It's going to be, I think it's oh, yeah. going to be a big player. I do too. Even if it isn't, I don't care. I'm buying for Probably yeah. foil because like, the art you're is... You're going to no. be able to do degenerate things. You know who this? You know who's best friends with this card? Narset. Yeah, the new Narset. With her, just like, who cares about the other her other ability? And she is just a three-mana permanent that says... Why don't you read that off? Yeah, your play like the the your opponents cannot draw more than one card each turn. The other text really doesn't matter. She's it's Narset Parter of Veils, right? Yes, it is one blue blue. I believe she comes in at five loyalty. She does come in at five loyalty. Yeah. That is correct. Static ability is each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. Guess what happens when you time twister with they, this? Bit you now. get to draw seven, and they get to draw one. one meager yeah. little card and if they happen to have six cards in their hand they discard all of this and then they draw one you know what my like my that's the only is? part i don't care about the minus two i mean the minus two is relevant though because it can find this spell or if you're looking for a faithless looting and you have this in your hand like, like say this was your draw step and you draw this card and you don't have the mana to actually cast it from your hand if you can activate narset find a faithless looting and then be able to discard it and then rip seven like that's really powerful or some way to get rid of it, I guess. Yeah, or just, yeah, a Faithless Looting or that effect. Yeah, you can thought so, these yourself. So her minus ability is minus two. You look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them. Put it in your hand. And the rest go on the bottom of your library in a random order. So it's, if you guys are familiar with Search for Iscana, it's it's a Search for Iscana. Or it's a, a can, Iscana the Sunken Ruin activation. Yeah. But, like, it's gonna you be could good. really eliminate that text and just have, like, the top part. And it works incredibly well with echo there no i agree with you like a that is it's, and it's, you my, know it's my legitimate favorite card my wet dream is to have narset in play and teferi in play the new teferi the three mana one the new teferi static ability is or not static ability the new teferi's plus one ability is you can cast sorceries on your opponent's turn you're a piece of shit. I so know what you you're plus, saying. You're going to say, after you the draw step, him, just go ahead and do that. Yeah. Draw step, slap off this fucking Echo the Aeons. And, and I'm an asshole. Just, 
discards everything. You heard it here first. You just people. get to rub your hands together and look at him and say, "You're dead. You're dead. You're dead, opponent." Yeah, have fun with no cards trying to beat me. That's real fun. Yeah, that's a savage move. I think. She, I mean, like Echo, the Aeons, and Narset are going to be holding hands together, skipping down the the format of modern for as long as they're both legal. Uh, it's that that's going to be a thing that's going to be something that people are have to worry about in this format. I think. They're a thousand percent going to be friends. Yeah. No oh, doubt. yeah. And I think it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a playmaker. So, I mean, we've talked enough about this guy. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. This is my favorite card, but I, a lot of things we have to get through with Not this. my favorite card on this list. My favorite card on this list is actually Hall of Heliod's Generosity. And that is because d- deep down inside myself, I'm a Timmy and I like and I like to think I'm a I'm a bit of a Johnny, but really I'm a I'm a Timmy and I have a small brain and I just have very I just have very specific things that I want to do and I want to accomplish. Before so th- we get into this card, I fucking love this art. It's so cool. Oh, it's it's so fun. on point. First of all, Theros was like the set that I started getting like competitively into magic. I kind of broke away from my friend group in like when I started in Innistrad and played up until like the Return to Ravnica block. I like I was playing with my friends. And like we were just sitting at the kitchen table having a blast. And then I realized that like local game stores existed and I could go places and play with other human beings that I haven't grown up with. Theros was the was the first pre-release that I ever attended. And so Theros is like very, very like deep down in my heart. And I honestly think Theros is like one of the top five like best limited formats of all time. But that's also because I just love that format. I um, think that's more of a personal thing. I but... mean, no, it's fact. It is fact because I said it. <laughs> oh, it's on the internet, so it must be. Yeah, it's on the internet, true, right? so it must be true. So let's talk about uh, Hall of Heliod's Generosity. It is a land. It is a legendary land. And it taps for one colorless mana, and for one and a blue, you can tap it and put target enchantment card from your graveyard on top of your library. So yeah. this card is really reminiscent of a card that we've had in Modern for a long time, Academy Ruins. Academy Ruins is this exact same text, except for instead of the white mana, you pay a one and a blue mana, and you can tap it and put an artifact on top of your library instead of an... Pretty sure Academy Runes also taps for a blue. No, Academy Runes definitely taps for a color. Oh, it does. It does tap for a yep, color. Because I right. played it in oh, mono blue Tron. That was my very yeah. modern deck. I, for some reason, that would be way too good if it tapped for an actual If it tapped for a blue, that, might be a, that would be a card that sees playing like vintage. Well... I'm not even going to get into that discussion, but yes, <laughs> I think yeah, you are that, correct. That is a rabbit hole that we are not quite ready to go down yeah. yet. You don't want to hear me going off on vintage because I can. In and of itself. Quite fuck, man, I can. Oh, oh, quite possibly next week. A little if, bit of foreshadowing. Stay tuned and find that out. Episode is going to be a barn burner because there Fucking is a topic nerd. that we Just tune in. Yeah, that top. There is a topic that we want to talk about. It's very dear, near and dear to Matt's heart and even closer to his wallet. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say for now. So if you're interested in hearing about that, tune in next week. You're, it'll be a show. If you want to hear me t- scream, yell, and be super drunk doing it, tune in next week. Yeah, that's it's going to be a thing. So, okay, back to Hel- back to Hall of Helios Generosity. Um, I think this card is so much fun. I am a deep lover of everything oh. white, and I am a deep deep passionate lover of everything enchantment you nazi fuck so enchantress in like legacy is honestly one of the most fun decks i've ever played here's the thing it's i love it way 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 more than that 
No, it is. But this, this is going to be a like, one of so in every white commander deck. I'm probably on board. Yeah. Anything that has white in it and enchantments, this is at least in a one of include in anything. Yeah, I think this card is great. I mean, there's also like some really crazy enchantment strategies in modern, and I think this might birth some new ones. Like, there are some cards in this set that I think make a modern enchantress deck very, very possible, and this is one of them. So. I went a different way with this card. You went a lot more fair. I went way more degenerate. I was thinking second chance, which is an artifact from, or not an artifact, an enchantment from, see, an artifact. Yeah, it's this is not Academy Runes. It seems like Academy Runes. But it's, it's definitely not. not Academy Runes. No, it's enchantment. So second chance is two and a blue from one of the Urzas. I believe it's Urza's Legacy. And if you have five or less life, you can sacrifice it and you take an extra turn. So that's infinite yeah, that's, turns. That's hard to think. Yeah, that's that's infinite turns. So. Well, here's the thing. I mean, that that is infinite turns, but I don't think this card, the, the buck does not stop with this card in modern. Like, the enchantments in Legacy are incredibly powerful. Like, you have things like like Explore in Lands, which you it's relatively easy to, to put white in that deck or to generate white mana in that deck because the deck is all lands. Fox Diamond, zero, discard yeah, land. Yeah, exactly. That's going to play at any color. Yeah, Mox Diamond's good. Um, also, uh, the blue enchantments that that are played in some of like the blue white miracles decks. Like, think about like a back to basics with this. Like, if somebody gets rid of a back to basics, you can just oh, um, back to basics again. Back to basics, back to basics is so powerful and like especially like how the meta shifts. It can be like back breaking in a lot of matchup. Back to basics for the those of you who don't know is a blue enchantment that says non-basic lands do not untap during your untap step. Like, it's so it's the blue blood moon, I guess. Really weird in a format full of dual lands. Super, yeah, super powerful in a format full of... And also, uh, I don't know if you heard of a card called Standstill. That's a thing. How do you feel about that? So I believe this card is going to be awesome with Standstill. Yeah, Standstill is like a a player with this card. uh, Yes, because anytime an opponent casts a spell, you get to... Draw three cards. You sack it, it draw like, three cards. And then, guess what? You get end of turn. Just play it, or put it on top of your library. Draw it, play it. There you go. Have fun. And that deck is so... Any fucking spell. That deck is so good at setting up positions where, like, your opponent has to break the standstill. Like, at least in, in my capacity of playing against that deck, I'm playing Death and Taxes. And I have... I do not have the ability, when a player resolves a standstill, to just let it ride. Because they're drawing a lots of cards. They're drawing cards that are really, really powerful. And I'm drawing hate bears. <laughs> like, I'm drawing Thalia. Yeah, they're drawing it's... control cards, which removal, counter spells, lands. That's removal. Or that's yeah. control. They're drawing incredibly powerful cards, and I'm drawing just creatures that attack. And if they, like, let's say they rip, like, they do, like, a Terminus. So they're putting all, they put all my creatures for one white mana on the bottom of my library. And then they just get to put a standstill on the battlefield after that, like I don't have an option to not break the standstill or not. And they I will eventually to. just beat you with lands is how yeah, it, that, that is a, that is the brutal truth. This card terrifies me as a legacy player for a standstill matchup really excites me as a modern player. I think it's just going to be fun. You're going to see a lot of this and I think you're going to see it in modern, just like you see Academy runes. I think you're going to see it in legacy. I think you're going to see it in commander. 
I don't think it'll ever see play in vintage, but no, that, but that's the only format that some. it doesn't matter if these cards get played in or not because there's six people that play vintage. It's Twelve of us. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I mean, in paper at least, online vintage is great. I just don't want to buy the cards. Well, you're a cheap little bitch, so. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I think I think this card's awesome. Really I think it's really cool. It has a lot of cool design. So, what's your overall impression of this card? Good, bad, indifferent. Um, is it going to be a tier one deck? No. Will it be a card that shows up a bunch? Probably not. But is it going to be a deck that is in charge of like really helping out strategies that people really love to play? Hell yeah. And that is really front and center, the purpose of this set. I don't think the purpose of this set is to give us the fo- the force of will that everybody wants or the wasteland that everybody wants. the counterspell. The counterspell is the big one that people wanted. Yeah, or the counterspell that people were begging. And no, I don't think... The purpose I think of the you're set, right. I think it... The purpose of the set was to put cards in modern that people have never had the opportunity to play with before, either because of printing or them just not having the capability to print them in standard because the power level would be too high. That didn't mean that everybody was going to get their fucking Belfort Strix or that they were going to get their true name nemesis. That just meant that we were going to get a higher level power than what is capable in standard or reprints of cards that aren't currently in modern that could be cool. I think you hit the nail on the head right there. They didn't want to put stuff in standard. They didn't want to put fetch lands. They didn't want to do any of that shit in standard. They didn't want to put counterspell because that would be dumb in standard. Oh yeah, of course it would be. So I and, think you're I mean, right on the head there. So You know what's a really good fucking example of that? That isn't something that's going to be like knocking down the doors like everybody is going to have to play these cards, but it is something that's really great in modern. The cycling land. So like Tranquil Thicket, Forgotten Caves, Baron Moor, Lovely Sandbar. Read, read and... one and then we'll just go through the colors because it they're all the same. They're just different colors. Yeah, I mean, I read the names except for, and Secluded Except is the white one. So they're they're all lands they're uncommon they enter the battlefield tapped and they tap for their specific color color. of mana and then they also have cycling for one of that color of mana that the land produces so like tranquil thicket is a land that enters tapped that that you can tap for green and also cycle for one green lonely sandbar is a land that taps for blue that you can cycle for blue and so on and so forth these cards i think were really necessary and they all had their their modern like equivalent printing but unfortunately they were in commander decks or they cost two to do correct yeah there there are other ones that cost two but these are these ones were originally from onslaught i believe yes and onslaught. the only other like these all these arts are reused arts from printings from commander decks the fact that they're in modern now i think is fucking awesome and well, it's I, very honestly, clear that modern they're trying to push some form of lands deck in modern which Fucking a! I'm super behind that. Yeah, you're time. you're into the you're backing the lands thing. Yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, there's also other things that they've been doing that are kind of indicating that there's like a cycling or discarding lands or something other... kind of theme going on. What's the red thing? There's an awesome thing that they oh the new enchantment um tectonic reformation. Yes, that thing. That yeah, thing it's, seems it's awesome. a one red enchantment. It's a rare and. Each land card in your hand has cycling for one red. Yes. And the enchantment itself has cycling two of any color. That card is so sweet. Well, yeah, the first one's awesome. And then everything after that, you can just cycle away. Yeah, it's gravy. Like, you're just going to be able to turn through your deck. And I'm thinking of, what was the last set that we had cycling matter stuff? Was it Amonkhet? 
Amaket, yeah. I, yeah. I believe it was Amaket. Yeah, because it, it had of, the, one of those. It had the enchantment that um, whenever you cycled a thing, you made like a like a Drake. Drake Haven. Yeah, Drake Haven, yep. Yeah, every time you cycled a card, you made a, a 2-2 Drake with flying. Drake Haven was a pet card of mine in that format. Like I made a sta- I made a standard deck around that and I fucking hate standard. So like standard that tells you how much I love that card. Garbage people. So Yeah, I'm I'm into bad decks and that is a bad deck. But I love it. This card is so cool and it's so unique and like first of all, magic players just inherently, I think every time you pick up magic cards, like there's something in you that innately says Man, I just want to draw more of these. Yeah. And cycling lets you do that. That's so good. Like, there's something so satisfying about putting your hand on top of your deck and picking up a card and putting it into your hand. It's just well, so gratifying. Yeah. This is why I love cycling. If it's good as the as the face card, awesome. But if not, oh, you get rid of it. Pick it. That I'm getting rid of it, drawing a new card. Wow, yep. bitch. Yeah. See At ya. instant speed, nonetheless. Hell yeah. And there's so many other cards in this set that are really good with cycling that fit into so many different archetypes like the like rebuild it's two and a blue it's an instant speed spell and you can return all artifacts to their owner's hands like that card by itself is 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 fine it's a playable card yeah that's a a reprint i believe it might be but it but it also has but it also has cycling too so let's say like there's not like you you side it in and there's not a time where you absolutely need it like and you need something else Tap two mana and fucking throw it away, man. Just discard it and put it back and just draw a new card. Like that's yeah. that's powerful stuff. But thank you. I'll take that new card. Yeah, yeah. it's from Urza's Legacy. I thought that was a reprint. Was it a reprint? Yeah, it's from Urza's Legacy. Look at that. You you knowing things. I mean, we learned that last week with accumulated yeah. knowledge. Well, I couldn't tell you about that last week. Yeah, but. yeah. You see, you were you were belligerent, like gone. And you still crushed it. Like, I will let you know that you are still really good at that. And to this day, it's still fucking. It's that's how I roll, baby. That's cool. Also, I think our intentions with this was also to shout out the people that spoiled some of these cards. Um, and I have them we in front of me. We forgot that about at, it. Oh, yeah. Let's say that echo the aeons. Like, I am a Your I am boy. the president. The Italian of this guy's fucking fan club. stallion. I am a president of the Andrea Mangucci fan club, baby. Nothing gets me more excited than seeing a legacy video pop up on my notifications. It's on YouTube. Oh, I love that stuff. So Andrea Mangucci, his video, great. Going over the stuff that could that could possibly make impact with with Echo the Aeons. If you haven't checked that out, please go check it out. Um, Tectonic Reformation, uh, that was handled by the ladies over at Good Luck High Five. And I mean, that that is great. Like you should 100% go check them out as well. Um, so Hall of Heliod's Generosity. The dude, Mike Sigris, also produces great content. He's on Channel Fireball as well. That name sounds familiar. Mike Sigris? Yeah, he's a Channel Fireball guy. Oh, he's a pro player. That's right. Yeah, he's My very, bad. very talented. Oh, oh, you know, I hope people caught my sarcasm there. No, wait, Mike Sigris doing his thing? Yeah. yeah. Being very talented at Magic the Gathering? You did throw out Rebuild, so let's uh, give Kenny Yukihiro a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Um, and then, I mean, we don't have to shout out Wizards of the Coast. They make the cards. We're talking about them. They already get their shout out. They were the ones who did the this fucking cycle. nerds. Yeah, fucking dweebs. Get a job. Yeah. How <laughs> dare um, they? I mean, what's what's some other cards that you were thinking about uh, as far as modern implications? Hashtag squad goals. Also Yo, known, the fucking squad is here. Also known as Land of War Tribe. Yes, which is I love this card. Green, green, green for a 3-3 three, three elf druid that adds green, green, green. Also known as fucking Llanowar Squad. 
I saw I saw a tweet on the internet. I, do, I I apologize if it was you and you hear this. You won't hear this because nobody listens to us. But I saw somebody tweet that um, I found a way to proxy Lanamore tribe, and they literally just had scotch tape wrapped around three Lanamore elves. Yes, <laughs> and I was howling, dude. That's it was good. So funny. As soon as I saw this card, I texted you a picture of it and just hashtag squad yeah. because squad goals. It could not be more perfect. The art is three Land of War Elves. It's perfect. Oh, the, Scott Murphy the, art. I met Scott Murphy at a GP a couple years ago. Actually, before you start talking about that nerd, probably <laughs> the best part about this card is the person who got to spoil it. If you follow any sort of magic, yes. it's Dana Fisher. She's the cutest is, little girl. She really is. Living embodiment of a Land of War Elf. Yeah, she's adorable. She loves elves. She plays elves in modern. And she and, crushes with it. Like, she kills it. She's a very she, good player. So, yeah, she's... We're throwing hella shout-outs this week. Yeah, they, everybody but deserves it. She really it. is, yeah. Everybody she's, deserves it. She's the cutest... Like, she really is the cutest yeah, little she's, girl. The future of Magic the Gathering, everybody. Dana Fisher. Yeah, awesome. She, and the fact that they gave her Land of War Tribe... They know. Like, could not have been a smarter move. Yeah. But this I card, saw that she tweeted that, and I was like, that's perfect. Thank you, Wizards, for not fucking that one up. Yeah, this card's sweet, though. Like, let me paint you a picture right now. You, I'm waiting for the canvas, baby. You're playing right. modern. Yeah, I'm I'm Picasso, and you are my canvas. Get your brains ready, baby. Uh, so we're playing modern, right? And you're draw you draw your opening hand, and you look at it, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking keep this. This is pretty good. You go turn one forest Lanawar out. Hashtag start the squad. You go turn two forest Lanawar tribe. That next turn, even if you just play a forest, you have seven mana. What is what is this Tron? Did you say natural Tron? I told you this earlier. This is the fucking OG legit mono green Tron. You can't yeah. get better than that. Like, yeah, like you can't like sure Tron lands whatever. Who gives a shit about the Urza lands? Like those are those suck. I want to play elves and get that amount of that get that amount of mana. Yes, that is awesome without a doubt. Here's my favorite part: when you're playing elves and you're in the late game and you're drawing fucking one one idiots. A three three is not the that's end a body yeah and a three three for three that taps for three green mana okay and I there's a card in modern that i really love basic, basic planes yeah we know no Shut i have no basic planes is in every format but there's a card that specifically is like i th- i think should see more play in modern because i think the card is really cool um genesis wave so genesis wave is x green 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 and so whenever you pay whenever you cast a spell you reveal the top x cards of your library you may put any number of permanent cards with converted mana cost X or less from among them on the battlefield. And then all the other ones you reveal or any other cards revealed this way you put into your grave, but that doesn't matter because all the cards in your deck are pretty besides Genesis wave are pretty much permanent. Yeah. Like this card, especially with Nick trying to Nix from Theros. Cause devotion was devotion was a mechanic. Devotion is a thing, and this and thing this, costs green, green, green. It's not yeah, like this, two and a green. It is the squad gives you three devotion, which is yeah, nothing. Squad's not fucking around. Bad. Like that is all gravy, baby. No, I like this card. Do I think I it's broken? No. Do I think it's cool? Yes. Do I think the flavor's on point? You're goddamn right, I do. Again, this is like this is this is my inner Timmy speaking, and my inner Timmy is like loving this. My inner Johnny needs to start like embracing himself and talking about like how much splinter twin is great <laughs> no i guess that would be the spike but regardless that's the hated modern yeah that that is that's fucking free splinter twin baby oh no fuck that free free my girl stoneforge mystic for your home girl yeah 
That's right. Oh, my God. If the day that Stoneforge Mystic is banned, the day that Modern becomes the best format ever. Right now, that is legacy, but whatever. But it's unbanned. If only. Well, hang on to that thought for a minute. We have one more card to discuss before our homegirl. Oh, do we have? Why don't you let let us know? So this card is a legacy and vintage rock star that is out of this world. Not really. It's a good card, but it's not great. <laughs> I was like, that, that's a bit of an exaggeration. No. Uh, so this is Kess Dissident Mage. This was one of yes. the uh, it was one of the commander decks. I'm not sure exactly which one, but it was it in was one of them. It was one of the commanders, right? Because it was foil, and there was that big debacle with it, oh, it only having foil printings, and they were curving, yeah. so, or they were curling, and they had to proxy them at every event. Yeah. Yep, you're not wrong. So shout out to all my vintage and legacy players who hate foils, which are... Uh, quote unquote. I forget who said it. Oh, me, the biggest idiots ever. Whoa, 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 whoa. I this is that will be a topic in and of itself for an entire podcast because I will be able to scream at you for hours about how much I fucking hate for. Here's the thing. I'm on both sides of the fence, but we're not getting into that right now. No, we're talking about fucking water horizons, baby, and more. We'll yell at each other for hours. I need much more whiskey for that to occur. Oh my god, I'm, right. I'm drive to New York and fight you over this. Yeah, so Kess Dissident Mage. It is a colorless, a blue, black, red. It is a legendary human wizard. It has flying 3-4. During each of your turns, you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard. If a card is cast this way, it would be put into the graveyard. Exile it instead. Alright, first impressions. It is, it's, I mean... First impressions in modern, I guess. First impressions in modern? In modern, yes. I do not want to be in the same room as Corey Burkhart when he saw this card spoiled. Oh, you would be covered in jizz. Yeah, because you'd just be covered in semen, right? Because yeah. he's just busting nuts over this card. Okay, so here's the... It doesn't die to bolt. No, it's... it's It, it, it gets hit by fatal push and path, but most things in modern get hit by that. And at heart, this bitch is a control... Boss. It's a, yeah, it's it really just does the thing you want it to do. And yeah. that's like it's not like this big flashy thing where, oh, you play it and you automatically win the game. But it does have that ability that when like you get to a point and you're playing yeah. that Grixis control deck, Turn you 10, get to a point where you have eight, really depleted yeah. your your opponent's resources. You play Kess and like that's curtain close right there. Like that's pretty much the game. Yeah, because what's the basic basis of control decks? You go one for one until you get one of your card advantage. This is a card advantage yeah, slash a win condition in one card. Yeah, it's it is you're outplaying or outlasting your opponent. Yes, just by depleting their resources and ensuring that you continue to have resources. This card does that in spades. What is the highest end of this card? If I the say, hey, end? what's the most broken thing you can do with this card? Um, I have a theory. I don't think it's a good theory, but it's a theory. I mean, like immediately, I don't think I don't think like most degenerate thing. I think of you're you're taking an instant sorcery card like Serum Visions or you're taking an instant sorcery card like Lightning Bolt and you're you're just getting a a, your your fifth or sixth copy of that card in your deck. What Uh, are you? I know you're thinking something more nefarious. I'm going a little bit shittier. I'm going the (laughs) turns deck, man. Oh, you're thinking the taking turns. Because taking turns currently is blue-black. It's not that hard to splash red. One single red, 
that's not that hard to splash. I mean, we're we're we are talking about a format with fetch lands and chalk lands. Hey, yeah. fetch and chalk, what's up? Just wolves don't. You can keep listening. We won't do that again. I promise. We probably will. actually we will. Fuck off. If you didn't yeah. think that was funny, you can fuck. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But so continue. I think that's one of the things. I don't. I don't know if it'll be good. I really don't. But you play three red sources in this bitch. I think at very least. I mean, here's the thing. Goblin it, didn't Goblin and, Dark Deller Dwellers see play for a while. I honestly couldn't tell you. I mean, I th- I want to say that I watched coverage of Corey, Curry Barkhart playing Goblin Dark Dweller. And, like, that card is just this but worse, right? No. I think that has a different application because that thing can cast zero spells. Uh, but I, that's not that's not what he was using for. For those of you who don't know, Goblin Dark Dweller is three red red um, if for a 4-4 four, four creature with menace. And whenever Goblin Dark Dweller enters the battlefield, you may cast target insert or sorcery card with convert a mana cost three or less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. That's the fact that without paying its mana cost, yeah. this you'll still have to pay its mana cost. Yeah. I mean, there, there was the decks when that card came out. Good. Of your turns. Is yeah. The big thing. And that's the only thing that made me think of the, the turns deck. I want because... to say in somebody can like call me out on Twitter and say that, Hey, you're a dumbass. Um, Oh yeah, for, please. For being if wrong. I'm being an idiot. Yeah. Let me I, know. I might say, Hey, fuck off. But yeah, I think I I recall there being a modern event. I think it was a GP where Corey Burkhardt did register that card, Goblet Dark Dwellers, in a deck, and he pretty much only plays Grixis Control. That's oh, 100%. That's all he plays. Yeah, I think he did register in that that card in a deck, and it wasn't for, like, I'm going to cast something degenerate off it. It was, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cast, spend, like, so, uh, I'm going to cast, like, a value spell or, like, a lightning bolt or something like that. Hey, I'm going to get, yeah, exactly. I don't... And, and if there's somebody I trust about control, especially of the, like the blue, variety. black, red variety, it's Corey. Like yeah. he, he is so smart and he's heard... so good at that specific archetype. I, I trust him hundred percent. I mean, I mean, Kess is going to be good. I think Kess will be a good Grixis control finish. I th- it's just good. I'm glad it's here. It yeah, doesn't I think hurt. that that's I a card that's really happy. good. And there it's not is... broken. It's it's a very well balanced card. Tom Ross, good job. On yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, they're also here. the whole design team isn't just Tom, so we shouldn't just be shouting out Tom. No, nope, it's Tom. The I boss, mean, Tom Ross. It's only Tom Ross. <laughs> yeah, it was him by himself when he drafted this. He there he cloned himself seven times. Seven times that motherfucker cloned himself. Really? Yeah. Also, um, big old shout out to the Masters of Modern for spoiling Kess. Like, you guys got a real fucking good spoiler, and yeah, you guys crushed it. Very good job. Killing it. Yes, thousand percent. Uh, so we, so we really let's, let's, move, on from, let's move on from Grixis control to something that is a little bit more near and dear to my heart specific. Oh, shitty. Okay, yeah, we can do no, that. No, 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 no. Not shitty. Very good. You just have to have Very... a deck for it. What's the word for it? Sorty. Sorty? Is that yeah, the word? I would say pointy. Pointy would pointy. be the word. Yeah, want. there we go. You would want the word pointy. It. Let's move on to equipment. You know what? Let's just skip over this. We'll go to the next thing. No, you no, know? no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we got swords to talk about, baby. We got two new swords, and I I hope that they're completing the cycle. That would be something that's really good. I don't think they have enough cards left to complete the cycle. They I might. Don't know, I don't know one way or the other. I think it's kind of a fucking lowbrow move if they don't complete this cycle. I'm not really paying that much attention. Um, 
I mean, because the the sword of the color combination that I think is really well, good. Explain the swords first of all. Let's has been yeah okay. So so the sword cycle equipments artifact equipments that give the the equipped creature plus two plus two and then protection from two colors. And then they also have an ability that triggers when the creature who is equipped deals damage. And all of them equip abilities. For two so two we abilities. have we have no. cards like we already have printed cards like Sword of Fire and Ice that are three mana artifacts equipments that equip for two. They give protection from blue and red and also plus two plus two. And when you deal damage to a player, that one specifically you deal two damage to any target and then draw a card. Yeah, they have two triggered abilities on them, not just one. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's part of one triggered ability. It just has two effects. Yes, yes, right? but it's, yeah, that's, I guess that's the best way to put it. I just wanted to make sure people didn't think. Yeah, good call. Yeah. So, but we got, we got two new ones. We have Sword of Sinew and Steel, and then we got Sword of Truth and Justice. So Sword of Sinew and Steel is a three-mana artifact equipment with equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from black and from red. And whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you destroy up to one target Planeswalker and one target Artifact. And we have Sword of Truth and Justice. Three mana, same text for the top. So it's um, an Artifact equipment. It has protection from, but it has protection from white and from blue. Also gives the, the typical sword plus two, plus two. Whenever equipped creature deals, deals combat damage to a player, you put a plus one, plus one counter on a creature you control and then proliferate proliferate which means you choose any number of permanents you get to put an additional counter of any type on it permanents and or players per- permanents and our players because i guess poison counters i guess poison and uh experience first oh i guess yeah experience variant. counters if yeah. you want to be a commander to... no just kidding i love you commander players i'll talk to you about this later um, so which one <laughs> so, of these do you think is better well i mean sort of sinew for and modern steel, for modern we can let's, go over... let's start there for modern what do you think is the sword better of one steel. for modern i mean Pro black is big. This card's fucking unplayable. Pro pro black and pro red. Pro pro black and pro red. I don't. I though that is relevant protections in modern. But man, first of all, we don't have something that really gets equipments out quick, and we don't have like an abundance of planeswalkers and abundance of artifacts that we really want to destroy. Like there there are artifacts that we want to kill in certain decks, like against affinity and stuff like that. We want to be able to blow up artifacts. Against, like, the control decks, we want to blow up Planeswalker. But that but never overlaps. This is a big thing. This costs five mana, plus a creature. Oh, well, I mean, in modern, yeah, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, in modern, three mana to play, two mana to equip, and you have to equip to a creature. Yeah, I mean, that's so, a tall ask. That's a tall asking for something like modern sometimes. That's five mana. That's either five mana on one turn, or... I mean, there there are swords already printed that are already legal in modern that have better abilities than this that don't see play so like this card is just a no-brainer that's never going to see play the card that i do want to talk about is the sword of truth and shadow or truth and justice my bad for modern or for a different format i mean modern i don't think any swords are going to be playable if if we don't have a deck where sword and sword of fire and ice is playable we're not going to have a deck where swords are playable that's bottom line because Sword of Fire and Ice, Sophie, my girl, I will name my daughter Sophie someday because of Sword and Fire and Ice. I love that fucking card. But, but Sword of Truth and Justice, that card, I think that card is actually really good, which is weird because my first initial thought 
was like it's it's fine. And when we initially talked about it when it was first spoiled, we were both like, ah, eh, whatever, it's okay. I but, still feel that way. If it yeah, makes you feel any better. Thinking about it in a legacy context, me as a as a Death and Taxes player, I have registered both the sword sword of light and shadow and sword of war and peace, which give protection from red and white and white and black respectively. And those were specifically for the protection from white. And I used them in the miracles matchup and the mirror match. I think pro white is the big thing. That's there. what I'm saying. Like the white, the pro, pro white is really good because it protects you from swords to plowshares. And it also protects you from white. Like being able to punch through in the death and taxes mirror is a real thing. And, and also being able to grow your threats with the plus one, plus one counter, and then also proliferate. Like, proliferate does have relevant abilities. Yeah, like, it's not useless, that's you know, for sure. If you get it out early enough, and say you have, like, a late, like, Aether Vial drop, you can boost your Aether Vial. It also has relevant ability with making one of your other creatures a really valuable threat. Like, being able to put that on a creature, like, being able to put that on a Flicker Wisp, that's the 3-1, and making it a 4-2... And then making it, it a 5-3. Five, five, three. Three. Like, makes it a 5-3 ticket. A 5-3 flyer. Like, that's real deal shit right there. Yeah. You're not wrong. Like, yeah, no, pro-white is really powerful. I get it. Like, 5-mana is just a lot. the ability to make a more dynamic board for you while also not having to com- really commit more to the board is really, really powerful for Legacy Death and Tactics. I don't think it's going to be a staple in the deck. I think there are going to be certain metas where this card is going to be invaluable in your sideboard. Because I've well, registered other swords, and they have real big, functioned right? really well. And they're worse than this card. Shout out to MT, MT, MTG Salvation for spoiling. Also, is that who I, heard, it? I heard on Twitter that uh, MTG Salvation, unfortunately, is going to be shutting down. Rest in peace to MTG Salvation. That card, or that site, honestly, like... They've been around for they've a been around long forever. ass time. Yeah. And that site was like a home... For magic players who I think like didn't get the opportunity to either talk to your friends about high level magic or go to a shop and have conversations about high level magic. Like you could go there and have proactive discussions with people who are into the same deck as you or are into the same format as you. And it was a really a boon to mark our community and it's a fucking bummer that it's not going to be around anymore. But yeah, honestly, I remember it when it was MTG News is what it used to be called. Really? That was the name of it way back when. It was MTG News. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, MTG. I mean, with with a card like Sword and Truth and Justice, that, that's a send off. <laughs> uh, that's a good go out, I guess. Yeah, fucking. So, that, that, that sucks, but we onwards and upwards. Appreciate all your service to the magic community. Yeah, thank you guys for the many many years of making magic a better a better place for the people who play it. And we're that's coming from two pieces of shit who like swearing and drinking too much to really do anything with magic. Yeah, so, so. opinions that don't actually matter. But thank you. <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you for everything thank you've you done. Thank you for everything that you've done. Yeah, it's appreciated. I mean, that that was my spiel on the, the swords. I, I do think Sword of Truth and Justice is a thing that... Oh, I stopped paying attention to you. I just, I went, no, 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 no. I was hanging oh, out just, with my dog, talking my, my wife for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, I mean, uh, I, it's, it's good in decks that you don't play, but it's great in decks that I play. Fair enough. You know what's really, really good in decks that uh, that I don't play? What? What is that? What's good in decks? <laughs> Why don't you take it away? Okay, so we're gonna start with one thing that I believe became better—not necessarily good, 
but better in this format is a really, really fucking degenerate combo. It involves. So let me. I'll I'll explain the history first, Lieb. I love that you that you yeah. prefaced it with this is better. It's not good. <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely not, but it's fun because there. If there are people out there like me who like playing shitty decks that just can randomly win on turn two or three. I don't think no. Let's not talk. Let's not call them shitty decks because I play shitty decks. It's kind of consistent though. That's the weird part. It's no, just it's just it's, it's easily, let's, let's call your decks degenerate. Regardless of the power level, they're degenerate. Okay. So the OG deck <laughs> was Flash Hulk, which involved two major cards, which was Flash, which was originally printed in Mirage. It was one colorless and a blue for an instant, and it read. Well, I'll read the actual updated text over the... What yeah, it, please, like, for yeah. the love of God, read the fucking errated text because the original text is a fucking monstrosity. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Okay, so the errated text is, you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you do, sacrifice it unless you pay its mana cost reduced up to two. So this had very good intention. Did yeah? it? I yeah. don't remember the initial intentions. You were around before. So f- what Flash does is it allows you to play a creature at instant speed but the big thing is you still have to pay its mana cost minus two so if there's a five drop let's let's call it a five mana five five so flash allows you to play that creature for three mana but you have to play flash for the colorless and a blue so you still have to pay full mana for the creature or you sacrifice yeah sure but here's where shit gets trippy so protean hulk from dissension this is the original combo for the Yes. Is, Hence the name Flash Hulk. Yes. Is five colorless mana, green, green, for a 6-6. Six, six. And it reads, whenever Protean Hulk is put into the graveyard from play, search your library for any number of creature cards with total converted mana cost six or less and put them into play. Then shuffle your library. So what this allowed you to do is turn one or two with Moxes and Vintage allowed you to play this, and when you couldn't play the flash cost of the two... You sacked that bad boy. You sacked it. So you got six mana of creatures, which what that allowed you to do was to get a heart sliver, which is a colorless red 1-1 sliver that gives all slivers haste. And it let you get four virulent slivers from Time Spiral? Not it time would be Time Spiral. Yeah, those, those Twitter. Time Spiral. Yeah, those slivers. And it was one green for a 1-1 that gave all your slivers poisonous one, which is basically the old ass infect. Mm. But that ability stacked. I would say, because that one... So all your slivers would get poisonous four. So when they dealt damage, they gave X amount of poison counters, right? Yes. It's not... Yeah, poisonous counters is what they technically gave. Yeah, sure. So you were dealing 20 poison on turn one or two based off of... A lot of poison. So a a lethal amount of poison. Yes. I think that's the point. Now, flash forward to 2019. The same thing, except flash is not modern legal. So we have to use something called Footsteps of the Goryo. Goryo? Yeah. Goryo, yeah. Like Goryo's Vengeance. Saviors of the Kamigawa. So it's two and a black. Sorcery Arcane for... That actually might matter. And it says, (laughs) Return target creature from your graveyard to play sacrifice that creature at the end of turn so I that's what one. that does yeah it gets back maybe protean hulk yeah i mean protein yeah protein hulk is a is a thing that uh that that can get back yes what happens when and, you sacrifice protein hulk? oh it might let you get six mana worth of creatures it well, might. i mean i'm 
I might be asking, what is exactly the six mana worth of creatures that you'd be getting? Oh, that's the question you're asking. You asked yeah, that. that's 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 the one. Like, okay, stupid person. Cool, you I... can do this ability, but what okay. are you getting? So, for in comparison, there's a current uh, Protean Hulk deck called the Bubble Hulk, which I'm not going to go into. If you want to search Bubble Hulk, by all means, go for it. It's quite confusing and kind of a pain in the ass. Just over the top. This was a little more streamlined. The new one is similar to the OG version. Actually, a little bit better. Minus, you don't get Flash, you get Footsteps of the Goryeo. But this one, you get Cloud Shredded Sliver, which is a new sliver from um, Modern Horizons. And it says, Sliver creatures you control have hate, flying and haste. It's 1-1 one, one for a red and a white. So it's the same cost as the Heart Sliver, but it gives them the random ability of flying as well as haste. Now, there's some downfalls to this deck. What if you draw one of the Virulent Slivers? Okay, you can still kill with just four slivers. I would say you only, yeah, you only need four to do the actual okay. lethal pull the trigger I move. Can't, I can't do it till the end of their turn. Okay, there's sure, a card. Okay, there's a card called Viserysir, yeah. which is one black, one one, and you can pay nothing. Sacrifice yeah, creature. That's, that's a free ability. Yeah, you sacrifice creature, scry one. Yep. Yep. So you can footsteps your uh, protean hulk back, do that, and then attack for. 20 poison even if you have three that's 12 poison that's enough to kill them yeah all you need is 10 you need two virulent sliver or no you need you need one you need, at, you, at least one cloud sliver and then any other number of two twosers right it's not it's not like infect where it deals multiples it's just oh that's right that's right that's right but they stack yeah that stacks yes so you at least need three virulence is how right. it has to or yeah. two cloud shredded if you have a sliver in play already or another hasty sliver, you just need to be able to deal them 10 poisonous. I just thought it was fun. They made I a new... I, yeah, I, I think that, a that's a really cool combo. Sliver. You're not going to see it a lot, but it's fun. It's something that I like. Yeah, that is that's that is a thing that is right. Because I played Flashhawk. It was ridiculous. And that goes back to our initial point that like Modern Horizons isn't to just inflate modern with a bunch of hyper playable cards that is going to fucking oh, revolutionize the game of magic they're doing some shit yeah it is to put cards in the format that allows people to play Do decks that they like want that. to play because that's the beautiful thing about modern right how many other a- people do you think thought about freaking flash hulk because now there's a hasty sliver at two mana probably a good amount I would be shocked. I would say, I mean, there's at least all the, all of the Flashhog people out there who have ever played it are like, I get to play my deck again. And like, it has a new toy. That's the thing. Modern Horizons is about giving people new toys for their pet decks. Like, I don't care if you're an Is It Phoenix player. I don't care if you're a Tron player. I don't care if you're a Humans player. I don't like, I don't, none of these cards are really directed for you. You might get something out of them. Like, I'm sure there's going to be Phoenix players out there that play Echo of the Aeon. I, I almost guarantee it. But this this set doesn't feel like it's meant for those people. It's meant for people who play like weird fringe archetypes like Modern Enchantress, where they get that new Heliod land that, that returns an enchantment from the graveyard. And they're just like, oh, hell yeah, something that my deck could could have been using for a long time. It finally has it. Now it's a little bit more competitive. Now it levels the playing field. That that is in my heart what it feels like. This this format, this set is. That's 
that's a really good way to put that. Yeah, fuck, like, I hate like when you make t- a good point because that makes me think that you're smart. Hey, fucking big brain moves right here from the small brain man. There is one more card that I want to talk about before we move on to some other modern modern stuff. Some honorable mentions. Uh, okay, well, I mean, we we can move on. Is there anything else on our plate that we have for? There are three things. Well, let's knock uh, those out, and then we'll, we'll touch on honorable it, mentions. We'll call it two things, yeah. So I'll let you cover this next one. So Ren and Six. Uh, me and Matt have had discussions about the potential that there might be. Hold on, time out. Let's not put me in the same league as you. You had an idea about it, and I said you're an idiot. No, but, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Let me finish my sentence, you fucking asshole. I correct don't me want if I'm to wrong. do that. I'm going to keep interrupting you. We have had... You. Shut your fucking... La, 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 la. <laughs> We have had conversations that there might be potentially a modern lands deck that could be built and played. Potentially. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love lands. That is one of my favorite archetypes of any deck. Yeah. 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 But format. so there, there is a potential for that to be something that could be a modern viable deck. I'm sure Saffron Olive, Saffron Olive will figure it out. Saffron, 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 Saffron. But I'm sure, I'm sure Saffron Olive will figure it out before we do. But there is a deck out there that can work with modern lands and interact with lands in the graveyard. So Ren and Six is a two-mana Planeswalker with a starting three loyalty. Well, the two-mana is what? The two-mana, yes. The two-mana is a red and a green. So it's not like you can just do, like, two colorless mana. Yeah, you have to have a red and a green turn two to be able to play this bad boy. But if you get to do that, he has three loyalty... His plus one ability is return up to one target land card from your graveyard to your hand. His minus one is uh, red and six deals one damage to any target. And it's minus seven is you get an emblem with instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard have retrace. So retrace is you can discard a land from your hand and play the card instant or sorcery card. If you just pay its mana cost and discard that land Um, this card, I don't know if it's going to be big and modern again, I'm not big brain enough to figure out the lands deck. Also, that's not my style. Like, I don't give a shit. Next um, two of us. But this card, I think, has potential in Legacy. I know we talked about Legacy lands last week, and neither of us play it, so we're we're fucking awful at that. And like that card, that deck is so complex. And I'm a Death and Taxes player, so don't ask me to try to deal with that deck. Um, but it seems like in Legacy. The ability to play this Planeswalker and get a land from your graveyard, it's non-zero. It being well, two mana... I played Legacy Lands. Yeah, Legacy. I don't think this is good, man. But I really don't. The thing, is, the thing is, all of the abilities are kind of relevant. At least the minus one and the plus one. Like, the plus one gets you a land, which, sure, you have life from the loam, but this card's also... This card's playable, and it can get you the land that you need... Life of the Loom is just an engine. The minus one, that deals with a lot of threats in modern. Like, and think about le- it. Well, in Legacy, too, or I in guess. Legacy, yeah, I'm sorry. Not modern, Legacy. Well, even in modern, turn one cards, yeah, they're it not deals with the one to use. Most of them are... The bird. It, deals with, it deals with real threats. Uh, you're swaying me a little bit. I just still don't think that it's... Well, here's the thing. As in good Legacy, as you think that it is. In Legacy, like, there's Delver strategies out there. Like, if you're on the play and you go, land... And the Delver player goes like land Delver. If you can cast this guy turn two, that is the one of the best things of the land player can do to just like snap. one dead fucking Delver. Kill a Delver. And you have a permanent, I guess. Yeah. 
Like it's a thing that they can. It's 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 a thing that the lands player has uh, access to, which I is really cool. I don't know if it's good. Again, I'm not a lands player, but just looking at it, I'm thinking this that seems like the natural home for it. This is my thing. I played lands. Punishing fire is just better. But you can only have punish, four punishing fires in your deck. Punishing fires in your deck, and like you do have a 15 card sideboard. I have to. I have to feel like this card does fit in somewhere. I have to disagree, man. Modern, it might be a modern lands thing. Sure. I, I mean, Legacy, I, don't, I can't disagree with that. But Legacy, it's just, I think it's too, it's not good enough. It doesn't do anything. Yes, Life from the Loam is a thing. I mean, yeah, Life from I the guess, Loam and this guy are like best friends, right? I guess if they surgical your Life from the Loam, you have a way to get lands back. That's probably the biggest thing is the returning a land. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think we were focusing a lot on the minus one ability. The plus one ability is really the fucking. It's the a thing repeatable that, that thing. Hits it it might, out of the park with this one. It might gain you four or five life. Just people attacking it. I don't know. I'd have sure. to play with it. I really would. Yeah, it, it, that that I think that card on its face has a lot of potential. I mean, it's better than the other two mana planeswalker that we have in Magic: The Gathering, right? Tabalt is the best planeswalker in Magic. You piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure some people agree with that. If anyone agrees with that, stop listening to us right now. <laughs> Go home and no, tell not, your mom. We don't want to alienate you, you because you. I I, I, make, I, I support your bad choices. I make, I make better bad choices than you. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Or All right, bro. I mean, it remains to be seen exactly what Ren and Six are, but they're going to do something. Could be good, could be bad. Don't know. Yeah. It's That's my. If I'm giving it a 1 to 10 scale, I'm, I'm glad. Legacy, I'm giving it like a 4. I'm three, glad that maybe. Ren and Six is a card. I hate the fact that it's legendary creature just Ren. Like, I don't know who's Ren and who's Six in this situation, but I want both of them to be on the creature type line, and only one of them is, and I feel like I, I that, that's not good. Also, shout out to Star City Games for spoiling that. Like, they need any help. Is that someone? Is that a thing? Star, Star City, City Games? Games? You ever heard of them? They, they just start out? Yeah, I think they're brand new, just like us. I think they have one episode of a podcast. So this Planeswalker... Uh, remember that it only costs red and a green. We're going to talk about some Planeswalker stuff later. Yeah, we might consider doing that. And I want this to be in your memory when oh, Jesus. we do that. that. That is something that I am really gassed up for. Yeah. But yeah, I think this this card, I'm happy that it exists. You know what card I'm not fucking happy exists? You know what card I'm very happy exists? Fuck you. I hate it's Eight. called Engineered Plague. Eight. Oh, wait, no. What is this? Oh, it's called Plague Engineer. Oh, it's Plague Engineer. Because I... it's the exact same fucking thing as Engineered Plague on fucking as a 2-2 creature that also just happens to have Death Touch. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, guess what? You can take your legacy, Death and White Taxes, and fuck off with them. First of all. Do you know what this is really going to be good against in Modern? Elves? Goodbye, elves. It's also that's really good in elves and legacy too. That's why they printed a fucking three-three elf because oh, the boss Tom Ross was like, you know what? Let's print engineered plague. All of make the three-three elf. All of the things I like. This thing fucking kills. This is like literally. This is the antithesis of me. Yes, I and I hate it. This card is going to be quite good as a sideboard card. Granted, I think black green just shot up a couple percentage because humans. Do you think because of this card? Yeah, there's a lot of humans. Because here's the thing, but it doesn't, doesn't put really minus one, minus one humans, counters. Does it? It's not legendary. No, it's not. All of those creatures get minus one, minus one. You could play four of this bitch. I mean, you could, but I don't think... And I don't... 
You don't it run into humans enough for this to be a good touch. four up. Like it's a three mana two two when it boils down to it. With death touch. And just can randomly kill a creature. Because when it enters the battlefield, you choose a creature type. It's not like, oh, this is just for elves. Yeah, it doesn't oh, say just like enter the battlefield, humans, uh, opponents control. This playing fucking black, white tokens. Do you know what most tokens are? Spirits. Oh, don't, 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 don't try to fucking kill all of my lingering souls tokens, please. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying this. It will I do it. This card Fuck, is quite man, I hate good. this card. This card is a fucking sideboard A+. I hate... If, if we're going by the LSV standard of cards, <laughs> sideboard A+. No, I, I hate this card. I fucking can't stand it. I know it, you do. And it is the anti-me. Like, black mana, no. Real good. Minus one to creatures, no. No, no, like, not minus, minus one. Yeah, minus one, minus one to creatures. It's one, I two. That's an O one bitch now. I fucking hate this card. I, don't, I, I hate this card so much I don't want to talk about it anymore. I think it's good. You're going to see it. You might not see it as much as I think, it's, but it's as long. I, it is a card that I think is going to see. Even Eldrazi, man. Like, it hits Eldrazi. I don't think it's good against Eldrazi, but it, no, but hits, it hits literally anything you want it to. Any creature type. Yeah, I if mean, it's whatever. Someone playing fucking Homoculuses. Okay, get fucked, Homoculuses. Like, as, as, much as, I, as much as I hate, because I love tribal decks, too. Tribal Spirits is low-key the best, the best deck in Modern. And it Good will never not be the best deck in modern. X ones. Yeah, I There's fucking a lot of. There's so many X ones in that deck. I don't even want to talk about this it. Legitimately like, this legitimately is so upset. Yeah, not good for like, Tyler. Hard market. Sure. You spoiled this card. I don't hold it against you that they gave you this card, but you could have just not spoiled it. So fuck you. <laughs> you could have just said, "Nope, not gonna do it." You could have no. at least like blocked me on Twitter. And then done it. How and, and spoiled this. Like, that would have been so much better because then I would have had at least, you know, like 10, 15 more minutes of not knowing that this thing existed before somebody else, like, copy and pasted it and tweeted it. Those motherfuckers. How dare, how dare they do their. This card, this is so fucking anti me. Yeah, let's not talk about this motherfucker anymore. Uh, are there any other, like, honorable mentions that you want to mention before we start moving into something else? I have a couple. I'll let you cover yours first if you want to. If not, I'll go with mine. Okay, so as far as as far as modern, I, I there is it. a card I think is going to be a power player. Matt firmly disagrees, but I think he's stupid. Also, he doesn't play creatures, so he wouldn't know. Um, Eldamari's Call. So it is a green-white instant speed spell, and it says, search your library for a creature card, reveal that card, put it in your hand. And then shuffle your library. So it's a creature tutor for a green white at instant speed. This card is going to be fucking bonkers. There's already decks that are green white that are combo based that this is just going to 100% be in. It's going to make them more consistent. I think there's also other decks that now with this card can, instead of running multiple copies, can run silver bullet. And I think that is really, really good for those decks. Yeah, run a one of. Yep. I think that's that's an incredibly powerful thing. Um, so well, here's the thing. Shout out your two drops become four drops. That. This is my counter argument against it. Your two drops become four drops. Your one drops even become three drops to play well, these things. So my retort to that is when you need those cards, if they are already two drops, if you need them bad enough, you don't care that they're four of they're, that they're four drops. There are some cards, but I think most cards don't care. I think the big one is the. Oh, what is it? It's a white green two two that you can't play. X spells. Gattic Teague. That's the one. I think that's the big one. Yeah, Gattic um, is, is a two two that says 
non-creature spells with mana cost four or less or with X in the cost cannot be cast. Yeah, I think that's the big one. Or four gets. or greater, not four or less. My bad. I think all the other stuff is basically just blah. So, I mean, in modern, people play things like Edelon Rhetoric. People play things like Kotaki's Wars Wage. Wars Wage. People play those white cards, those white creature cards that shut down decks. The, yeah, that if just you don't draw them, like that makes you, you feel bad in a matchup. This shores it up. And I, th- I think that's really powerful in modern, man. Because then you you only ha- you don't have to play like multiple copies of those things. Ah, <sighs> you kind of sold remains, me with I th- that. I think that, ca- that card has a lot of potential in the decks that I really like playing, and that's why I like it. And the white green things, like white green X decks, you kind of fucking got me. Yeah, and those those are decks that you don't play. Not anymore, since they banned the fucking most innocent card that ever was. Shut your mouth. Birthing Pod deserved to be banned. You're a terrible person. And <laughs> that will be an argument, too, one day. I don't think you should be allowed to be a person. You know what? I'm going to have someone else on my podcast. It's actually my Hey, fuckface. It's oh, that's the whole thing about our podcast. Right? podcast. Our podcast. Yeah. So I guess it's we're both stuck. We have joint custody of this, even podcast. though we hate each other. We have a joint custody. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay. next, so, next, I really like the fact that they have that we got the rest of the five talismans. That's fucking awesome. Like commander players rejoice. Talismans are great. I love them. Thank you, Brains. Also, shout out to Brainstorm Brewery. Phenomenal fucking podcast. And their video, spoiling these, was really entertaining. Hell yeah. I did not watch it. I honestly just found it. And then you said it was. And I haven't had a chance to watch it. It's great. Highly recommend it. And all you people out there, highly recommend it. I probably will watch it. I mean, as far as that goes, like there, there are some, like, there are too many cards in this set for us to talk about that are so fucking cool. I have a good one that is super spiky. Yeah, give me, your, give me your honorable mentions, please. So you might be able to tell what kind of formats I like, but this is Mox Tantalite. It has Suspend 3 for 0. It is an artifact that comes into play, and you may tap it to add one mana of any color. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, on its surface, that is a powerful card. Any color comes into play for free. Yeah. You want to know another card that they printed recently? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. What card is it? Bolus's Citadel. Oh, you mean you mean the card that lets you play things from the top of your library for, for life instead of their life, current yeah. Back. It is a future site slash what's the red enchantment? Oh, I don't know. Uh, frenzy, something frenzy. Yeah, something like that. Sure. But Doesn't it matter. is three black 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 as a legendary artifact. And it reads, you may look at the top card of your library at any time. Okay, that's cool. But then it has this nice little fun text that says, Wait! You may... Yeah, wait, there's more. Experimental Frenzy! Experimental Frenzy, that's it. That's the one! Yeah, I did it! (laughs) And it reads, you may play the top card of your library. If you cast a spell this way, pay life equal to its converted mana cost rather than paying its mana cost. Yeah, sure. Hold on, there's more. Wait, but wait, there's more! And you can tap it, sacrifice 10 non-land permanents. Each opponent loses 10 life. So just fucking dome someone for 10. Yeah. But you can play this artifact for zero. And it's an untapped free mox of any color you choose. Yeah, that's, I mean, that that I is a powerful ability. Very, very, very specific. I think Bolus of Citadel is kind of shit, though. Bolus of Citadel might be. But I think people 
maybe not this set, maybe not 10 sets from now, but eventually someone is going to break Mox Tantalus. There's always going to be a way to abuse colorless spells. Artifact spells, especially if it costs zero. So Yeah, exactly. Right now they're pre-selling for like $40. They're not going to stay like that? No, fuck no. They're going to hit maybe like 10 If they go to 10 I'm buying 100 of them, and I'm just sitting on them. I mean, you made the, that mistake with Mox Amber, didn't you, from the last set? Yeah, well, I made the mistake that I did not do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that you didn't pull the trigger on them, and then they yeah. shot up because people were just like, oh, War of the Spark, Planeswalkers, Planeswalkers are legendary, let's buy these a bunch. Yeah. Like, that's a big old goof move. Yeah, done fucked up on that one. Yeah, you done fucked up AA, Ron. Um, I have two more, and then we can, you can tell me to piss yeah, off. Yeah, let, whatever you we want. need to move on. I'm sick of talking about this format, or this All set. Right. Hex Drinker is a... Oh, build a your own progenitus. Yeah, build your own progenitus. For a mana cheaper and mo- all mono green if you really want to. Sure. So it is a one green, two one as it starts out. And it has level up. Level up is put a level counter on this. Level up only as a sorcery. So levels three through seven, it has pro instance and becomes a four four. So every then, time you pay a mana, you put a level on. Yes. Sure. So it's kind of like a 1-1 counter, but instead of a counter, you just get a level up. It's a level. Yes. And then from 8+, plus, you get pro everything, which is, it becomes a 6-6 six, six protection from everything. So it's, if you really want to think about it, it's either a 4 or 5 mana, or 4 mana 4-4 four, four that has pro instance that starts as a 1 mana 2-1, or a 9 mana 6-6 six, six that has protection from everything everything nine mana six six pro everything kind of sucks shit i agree it's gonna be good in limited if you see this in limited oh, yeah you snap, snap that motherfucker off baby up. it's a one mana two one that could possibly just be a two four depending on when you draw it well or four four, 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 four. Yeah. but it's also a just possibly it could just be a six six yeah if it's, you don't it's, kill me in three cute. turns i'm going to kill you yeah it's way cute all right what yes. else you got for me uh what was the other one Oh, the uh, this one is more of a a laughable thing. Oh yeah, this think... is a smack of the knee, and we we talked okay. about this before. Everything about this card makes me fucking laugh so hard. It is called Weather the Storm. It is a one mana green instant that says you, want to you talk gain... to the mic and say this again. So this is one of my favorite troll cards ever. It is a <laughs> one mana. Or two mana, one fuck. Sniff, sniff, Try it all again. Yeah, this is one of my favorite troll cards ever. Yeah, this it is, is a green instant that is one colorless and a green, and it's called Weather the Storm. For those of you who have <laughs> had me, it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I love this. It reads, "You gain three life." Here's the fun part. It has storm. Storm. Yeah, storm is ability. Whenever you cast this spell. Copy it for each spell cast before it this turn. What are the two most common storm cards? I believe Tendrils of Agony, Tendril of Agony and, and Grape, Grape Shot. Shot. Yeah, Tendrils of Agony and Grape Shot. One of which deals, well, is takes two life and then it, drain it takes two, two life and it drain and gain. Yeah, two life. And the other one deals one damage. Um, so let's say your opponent is is sitting over across from you, jerking off, playing Storm, and, and then they cast their boy. Storm spell. You're just like, lol, weather, and just gain more life than they're dealing you, and just point in their face and laugh. My favorite part about this card, the flavor text. Quell your ego, and anywhere can be as calm as a hurricane's eye. 
Yeah, get fucked. Yeah, like that just stokes. I think this also is good against burn, believe it or not. Well, I mean, there's burn... better options, isn't there? Isn't there like what life goes on? Is that the card? Yeah, we're getting eight, but this is just funnier. Like they are. Right, I'll, <laughs> I'll better bolt... equal funnier. Small brain. <laughs> I will bolt bolt uh, or creature bolt bolt. Okay, well, I'm going to weather the storm and I'll gain nine life. Well, 12 life technique. And it's like, oh, and it's like, yeah, get fucked, nerd. It just it makes me laugh. Yeah, I mean, I I really I don't I think, think it's good against really Storm, funny. but I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, that's just it's funny to. Me. So the name of it is just fucking great. It yeah, oh my god! Like whether so the storm, everything bad. about it is just so well designed. I can't get over it. I mean, this sets on the name of it is weather the storm. <laughs> how do I you mean... not just? How does that not just say hey? take hey, this is this is a joke but yeah so let's talk about i mean this set overall we haven't seen all the cards this set's great right i think this well, set is first a impressions awesome i thought set. it was dog shit now right now like looking at it right great. now through the lens of today i'm excited for it it sounds I'm excited for the set it I should think be, be an and, okay yeah, limited I format i don't think it's gonna be a great limited format i think it's gonna be okay well for the quote-unquote master set because let's face it this is a fucking master set yeah, I mean, yeah, call a spade a spade. Good as some of the modern masters. If it's better than Eternal Masters, I wouldn't be surprised because Eternal Masters sucked. But it's never going to be as good as like Modern Masters it's, One. Yeah. Modern Masters One was such a fun limited yeah. set. No, definitely not better than that. But yeah. it's doing something that that set could not do. Agreed. And that was fucking Modern Masters. Yeah, and yeah, because we just it's get new cards here, and they just had to do old cards. Like that sucks. No, I, I think it's speak- a fun format. This is going to be a fun limited format. I hope no one buys it just so it's cheaper for me when I buy it. No, it's I mean, it's going to be well, if you want it, you can find it online. It's going to be pricier, but I think it will be worth at least drafting it once online. It's not going to be too bad. I, 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 I will be drafting the set. Hopefully I'm going to do the pre-release every chance I get. Oh, yeah, we're definitely doing pre-release. Yeah. And keep a lookout for giveaways around pre-release time. We want to do something to give back to the people, the four people who listen to us. So keep an eye out. Well, three of those are my mom. So the one. Oh, your your first mom, your second mom, your third mom. All of them. Oh, good for I. I do love all your mom. <laughs> all right. I we I mean we've been we've been bullshitting for a long time. There's something else I want to talk about that that was kind of happening in the magic community. That, Holy it was fuck! Getting a lot I'll of buzz. Don't have to talk to you anymore. Ah, sorry, dude. Yeah. There is one more thing that I, I texted Matt about uh, like during this past weekend and said it. And I said, we'll talk about it later because I wanted to get the, our first conversation about it live on this podcast. And, it and is, he told me the topic and I said, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, it is. So the which topic is, is which the to format, be fair, giving our history is shocking. Yeah, it is genuinely fucking. Perfect. So the topic is Oathbreaker. And for those of you who don't know the rules of it, yeah. Yeah, Matt, you explain it because I think you have read up on it more. Okay, so Oathbreaker is similar to Commander, and Commander is and if at any point Lieb I fucked this up, let me know and I'll tell you to piss off. I'll try my hardest. But Commander is you have a general slash commander that is any number of colors, but your deck has to match that color identity of the commander. Sure. You can then cast your commander from the command zone anytime you could normally cast cast it from your hand. Yeah. But after the first time, you have to pay two, two additional, additional mana, yep. mana 
per time that it's been cast. Yep. So the first time it's the normal casting cost. The second time it's two plus that, and then the and so second so time four plus. Yeah. Yep. So it keeps, keeps so going after that. Okay. You start in commander. You start with forty life, and it's a hundred card. Well, ninety nine plus your commander single. It's a hundred card. It's a hundred card single, including your commander. So what is Oathbreaker? Oathbreaker is sixty card, including your commander. Commander. And- and its signature spell. But, so what is the signature spell thing? Well, hold on. Let's. The commander has to be a planeswalker. Yeah, sure. Which Instead of a legendary creature. Which is one of my issues. The signature spell has to be in the color of your commander slash oathbreaker or whatever. Your planeswalker. But and you can't cast it unless you control your yeah, planeswalker. Unless your planeswalker is on the battlefield, you cannot cast the spell that coincides with it. Correct. Okay. So I follow the commander, the quote unquote commander rule of every time you cast it, it's two additional colorless. It's the same rules with a spell as with the commander. So every time you cast it, it costs an additional two colorless more. And it essentially the same. It's the same rules as commander. From my understanding, it's meant to be a multiplayer format. Sure. It is a multiplayer format. It's intended to be a multiplayer. So for any, any, anybody who is out there who is listening to this, that is, thinking that Oathbreaker is a thing. I promise you, I am not trying to be a naysayer. If you like this format, reach out to me and tr- and tell me about it, because I want this to be fucking cool. What's that? I, uh, what, oh, fuck. What's that dude's name? He does the controversial topics. He sits at a thing, and he's like, I believe in this. Change my mind. Oh, that, that fucking meme? Yeah. yeah. That well, is, that's that not is a meme. Me right it, now. It's a I political... The, I hate Oathbreaker. Yeah. Change my mind. Name. Yes, that's, that's you. Yeah. So, so yeah, like like that says. I think Oathbreaker is fucking awful. I like the concept. You think it's real spiky? The concept is like so. Like what it what it it should be in my mind is so far away from what it will actually be. And I don't know if the people who designed it intended it to be one way, and I'm just like misguided, and it's definitely not for me. Or if it just is a it's just a format that. I just don't fucking get, but like it takes away all the things that commander has that makes commander a format that is appealing to, to people who play that format. And I'm not saying that, that I'm not including competitive commander people in that sentence. Cause I think people who play competitive commander are doing that format wrong. And I know Matt will disagree with me, but that, that format is not for you to well, fucking I, go. Like, I agree. And I disagree. It's not for it's I don't I don't think commander is for the people who want to do like a turn four kill every fucking. But there is that. Yeah. And I hate that. that. And that's I think it's based off of what you're playing. It's the same thing. This is the same thing as commander, man. Like you're in commander. You may have I have a degenerate deck that locks you out turn three. I really do. But I also yeah. have a deck that's based off of fucking Sapperlings. No, but the but the difference between that is the deck building restrictions in Commander make it at least harder or give you at least a more diverse path to doing your degenerate things. Whereas the deck building parameters in Oathbreaker, I think, are the opposite. First of all, it guarantees that you get that spell. Essentially, it guarantees that you get your combos. Well, here's your the thing. combo spell you is need fucking to like play that planeswalker first. Yeah, like, I yes, mean, sure. You do, like that's, you can that's do, the thing. The first matters. thing I thought of when I saw Oathbreaker was Narset, the new Narset, the Parter of Veils that 
we referenced earlier. Sure. And Windfall or Time Twister. Oh, I, so, so all you have to do is have six mana and you get to do your incredibly degenerate thing. Yeah, but here's you're also playing against three people and they get to see what you're doing up front. Yeah, that's the same thing with fucking Commander. Yeah, and everyone you can You can't just, tell like, me that when you sit down next to a player that's you. playing like that four mana uh, prolif- proliferate commander that you look at that person and you think, oh, that person's not a threat. They're just playing like some tribal deck. No, that person's always playing a fucking degenerate strategy. Always, but, always, yeah. always, always. You also get another piece of information. I could legitimately play an Atraxa deck that's playing four color Sapperling. I thought yeah, about it. Yeah, you could, but... but- you don't but see, you're not going to have the consistency see my commander in quote, quote, and its spell. You don't see that in commander. You do see that in Oathbreaker. I don't and think it Oh, I think it does, man. No, I really because do. you only have 60 cards in this deck. No, you have 58 cards in this deck. Like, regard, like that, that huge difference between 100 cards and 60 cards makes this format so much more capable for the degenerate strategies and the combo players to thrive. Also... The fact that you have you play a, a planeswalker as a commander limits your options, which is another reason why I think this format sucks compared to commander. And my that my third and final gripe about this format, you can't choose a creature as your as your your signature spell with your commander, whatever they choose to call it. That part I do disagree. I think that'd be great if you could have Gideon and Thalia. No, example, I don't even want that. I don't want Gideon Thalia. I want to be able to play a fucking green planeswalker, and I want to be able to play like some idiot green creature. Like there is not real. There's not a green planeswalker out there that has a green spell that you're just like, oh yeah, this is obviously what I want to play. What are you going to play like a Nissa in a fucking cultivate? Like is that going to be your green spell? Like how? Here's, like, that seems here's so my thing. You're basing it off commander. It's not commander. It's very clearly a different game like it really is and i think yeah, that's it's why a different it's format built for degenerates it's going to be no i don't think it's necessarily degenerates and if it is degenerates guess what you were you referenced everyone has a 58 card deck yeah everyone has a 58 card deck yeah and that's so that why means, i don't play I'm that be able to find my answers just as easily as you're going to f- be able to find your degeneracy yeah but that but that see that's where we draw the line i don't want to fucking play that format and you do i think that format sounds fucking boring I think that format sounds unfun. I think I it's all be on the based side on your of... playgroup, man. Like, I really do. No, because... it definitely does not. Because if your no, playgroup is down sure... with long games and fun games, your playgroup is just going to fucking play Commander where people can play their creatures. Or if your playgroup is cool with fun games, you can have that conversation with your playgroup and say, oh, you know what? If we sit down and say, like, oh, Timmy over here wants to have the new Nicol Bolas as his, as his commander. Is everybody cool with that? And everybody says, uh, no, that new Nicol Bolas is really good. Maybe if you want to do the other Nicol Bolas, that would be cool. And Timmy's just like, oh, well, that's cool because I have both of them in my deck because my, my Nicol Bolas theme deck is what I want to play. And he just does that swap. That's the play group that I think that 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 I want to play in. I don't want to play in the play group that says, oh, I want to play this three mana Planeswalker and do fucking Degenerate. I don't want to play my Narset part of Reveals with my Wheel of Fortune uh, spell signature. Well, you spell. can't do that. You can't I, do I that. mean, okay. I don't want to play my Narset Parter of Ales and, and my windfall, windfall is the big thing. Like I agree, but if you like see that, looking at a if table, you sit down with three other people, those three other people or those two other people, and you are going to say, "Let's kill this asshole," and then we can have a fun game. That's well, the same think... thing as Commander. People get targeted. It's the same as if someone has a fucking Nakusar deck, man. 
well, they that, get targeted and it yeah, kind of balances itself out. That happens when you sit down with a, with a bunch of people and you say, oh, this one person has an Echo Star deck. But that's going to be significantly different when you sit down and there's so little choices with the Planeswalker that you can choose because there's far less Planeswalkers than legendary creatures. I think like, it's also going to be much cheaper to build a deck. I really do. Because let's be honest, this new set made fucking 36 new Planeswalkers. There's... I thought yeah, that, of like 10 but that decks. As soon as I saw this format, I was it. like, oh my god, I want to make 10 different decks. And all of them were super cheap. Like, I really think it's all based off of your playgroup. It's just the same as Commander. It's just slightly different. Where but if you I play th- a four-player four Commander, it's going to take... Some groups could take hours. Where this can take half an hour. And it's... You're like, alright, you guys want to play again? Oh, cool, I have a different deck. It's all based off of your fucking playgroup. That's my thing. It's all based off of what you and your friends decide. And if because I could decide, hey, group... let's be degenerate pieces of shit, and we could all have turn three decks or prison decks that lock you out fucking instantly, or or you can have decks that are fun and oh shit, you're playing Gideon, you're playing Gideon and Path or Gideon and Wrath of God or Armageddon. Cool, I can deal with that. See, Gideon and Armageddon is degenerate, and you know it. No, because you're going to play few people with fucking counter spells, man. Blue is the most common color in every format except limited. And it's modern. just a well, modern's weird, but yes. <laughs> and also standard. Every all right, every multiplayer format is mostly yeah, blue. Is, blue. Blue, is, blue is exceptionally powerful. Not all blue, but it's just yeah. That's what I mean. Like it's. But that that I think you're not like, giving it a chance. Like, you're, because... I think you think of it as tiny leaders, which was basically fucking legacy commander. Tiny Leaders was a fucking miserable format, and I, I hate well, it. Well, you either played Artifacts or you played uh, fucking Elves, and well, that was about there it. Were, there were a handful of decks, but they were all fucking degenerate, like, super quick combo decks, because that's yeah, what the format lends itself to. That's what I'm that's saying. What I don't this format think this is that. To. This, this format is lends that, itself man. to degenerate combos. I think there's, like, a couple of them, and I think most people are either going to say, yes, let's go degenerate combos, or... Most people are going to say, let's not do that. And it's going to be based off your playgroup. Well, if your playgroup wants to say, okay, then don't do degenerate combos. Then your play, if you, if it's based off your playgroup, then have that conversation with your playgroup and let planeswalkers allowed as your commanders. Yeah, What's the I difference between that. that? I'm not arguing that this is just a different thing where it's a lot less cards and games are going to be faster. But if, I, like I mean, if you're not playing degenerate combos, how are the, how like are the games going to be significant? I can faster? fucking get into commander. You can get into Oathbreaker. You can try it. I mean, not really. None of my commander decks play Planeswalker. But I'm saying you can make a fucking Oathbreaker deck. It's not that hard. Yeah, I mean, I could. If I wanted to buy, like, like my favorite commander deck is the Crufix one. The blue-green god. That's my favorite commander deck. If I wanted to buy the blue-green Nissa or the blue-green uh, Tamiyo, I could buy those and I could play those as my Oathbreaker commander and kind of break it down and play that, like, a pseudo-similar deck. But if I'm doing that and I'm and I'm literally physically taking apart a deck and building it into something else and I sit down at a table and I'm looking at a motherfucker playing like Jace Bellerin and like like show and tell, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking have a fun time. And like it's going to be that person doing that and the other person doing like a mill strategy with other Jace and the other person doing like something fucking ridiculous. And I'm going to sit there and be like, I just want to play my creatures. I just want to have a fun game with creatures. That's your play group. That's the same as commander, dude. I could, if I sat down with your commander group and I was like, hey, I'm going to play my CEDH deck and lock you out of the game. And yeah, I was just saying, I don't want to play commander with. 
that's what I mean. It's all based off your play group. That's that's what I'm getting at. Thank you. You just proved I mean, my, my, point my but my my point, it's my counterpoint to that. that is if your play group is such that you can have a conversation with them, just fucking play commander. But you can also do Oathbreaker, which is a different mix up from Commander. That's what I'm saying. You I can think, do both. I think Commander's just just essentially more fun than Oathbreaker. Like there's just more variants in that format, and that's what you want in that. Well, I, there is a thousand percent. You're you're missing the point. Yes, there's more variants, but it gives you something different to do. You have a planeswalker. You have a spell. It's only sixty cards. Like you're missing. It's Sure. I mean, if people want to do that, different. that's what my, sure. that's my point. Well then, I, I mean, if, I love if commander. I, I would be okay with sitting format, down with a play I love group. It. I also love super competitive. Hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're a spike. I'm, I'm like the opposite of a spike unless it comes to like a play set format. If there's a format where I can play play sets, I would like to play a good deck or a, at least a competitive deck or a deck I feel is good in the meta. If it's a singleton format, I am strictly there to have a good time. Oathbreaker does not like, seem like it would be a good do- time both in both formats that's the point you're missing we're never gonna agree on this we're just trying to argue our points to each other i mean i i I can see where you're coming from with oathbreaker i just don't see see why you can't just just, do that with commander well you can do it with both that's my thing it doesn't matter what's the difference like i would sit down and play a game of oathbreaker with you and two other guys if i would be able to to play like a creature is my spell that's all i want to do yeah i'm and that's the thing with your playgroup. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that's not really Oathbreaker. That's our own format. So Oathbreaker sucks, but our format's Oathbreaker 2.0. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, Oathbreaker 2.0. Fuck you, Oathbreaker. You fucking nerds making right. your shit format. Let's move on to fucking accumulated knowledge. Just We've been pissing off with everything yeah, else for getting, too long. I'm getting angry with you. You're a fucking garbage person. Okay, well, so <laughs> I think we've determined that we're never going to agree on Oathbreaker at this point. I, I agree to disagree. Okay, I, I will shake your hand through this microphone and agree to disagree. But I'm we've talked too much about this. Let's move on to the game show, Accumulated Knowledge. So if you weren't here last week, Accumulated Knowledge is the thing that we're going to do every single week. And it involves us going to Scryfall. Shout out to Scryfall. Great fucking website and hitting the random card generating button. And that random card, whatever comes up, we will read that the name of that card, and the other person will have to guess its converted mana cost. Now, they can ask for the text of the card, whether it be the ability or the power and toughness, whatever it is, but they can only do that for two out of the five cards. They have to guess three out of five cards in order to win. And whoever wins gets to do the shout out at the end of the episode. Yeah, which is the best part of our show, besides you fucks listening to us ramble no, on yeah, for the, X the, amount of hours. The number one best part is you listening to us, because everybody who's listening to this, we absolutely fucking love. Let us let us know that you're listening, because I will physically send a hand job through a computer to you. I've seen them do it. I've gotten it. They're great. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here for. But um, yeah, like... I'm going to just give, we're going to, during our show, what we're going to do, we're going to give love to people who, that's not us. Deserve it. And yeah. Yeah, and who deserve just, it? They're awesome people in the community. We're not trying to say, oh, well, we're not going to do them because they, they didn't give us money this month. No, fuck that. No, money. fuck off. No, we, it's, it's all love yeah. here, baby. If we're getting, if we think someone's awesome at creating content, we're going to give those fuckers some love. 
they yeah. might not like our content. They don't need to like our content, but we that. love theirs, and it's like it's, it's all yeah. love, baby. I'm sure there are some people who would not like me saying "you dumb fucking bitch," but guess what? <laughs> like, They're gonna love. Offended. I'm gonna love on them. So whatever. Yeah, hell yeah. So okay, back to accumulated knowledge. Um, if you were here, I just want to say "dumb fucking bitch" one more time. "Dumb fucking bitch." There we go. Okay, I got it. it twice. But okay, we're cool. So accumulated knowledge. If you were here last week. Um, you heard Thank me you. asking the questions well, to Matt. On. You were here last week. Thank you for yeah, hanging also, out. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you if you were here last week. I love you. If you weren't here last week, fuck you. What are you doing listening to episode two and not listening to episode one? You garbage like, piece of shit. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, you're trash. You're a dumb idiot, yeah. Go, actually, you're not dumb until you... You're, you're dumb until you go listen to episode one. After you listen to episode one, you're fucking galaxy brain. You're, you are you're a goddamn genius. genius, yeah. You might as well be a fucking Jedi. Yeah, essentially. Like, you can move fucking shit with your brain and stuff. Yeah, you're you're telepathetic. You're telepathetic. That sounds bad. When you say <laughs> telepathetic, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're telepathetic. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I meant. We probably need to come up with a new term for that. But for so, for this so week, you're we decided, telepathetic. We decided since last week was such a fucking disaster for me <laughs> and such an outstanding success for Matt, First, that we're going to switch off weeks with the cumulative knowledge. So this week... He is going to be asking me the cards and I am going to be looking like an asshole and not knowing anything instead of him being a fucking genius and knowing everything. So you're going to know this first one. I, I generated it. Oh, so already. You've already pulled it up. And if you don't get it, I'm finding someone else to do the podcast with me. Fuck. So there's a lot of pressure on this one. Yeah. All right. Let it rip. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. How ready are you? On a scale I'm of like, Pocahontas, how ready? On a scale of one to Pocahontas? I'm painting with like probably three fourths of the colors of the wind. Okay, because this this is some bullshit. If you don't know, I'm legitimately never talking to. You. Oh, so I might just get it wrong on purpose. Yeah, you might, <laughs> depending on where you want to go with it. All right, it is a spell called Pyrexian Metamorph. Oh, this is one of my favorites in Cube. Oh, yeah, I love this card. I don't even need to ask for any fucking fancy uh, like, a text for it. So this card is three mana in a blue Phyrexian mana. Would you... All right, follow up. What is Pyrexian mana? Wait, I want to know if I'm right or not. I just want to feel that warm feeling in my tummy. You are correct. Yes, I did it! So, yeah, Phyrexian Metamorph, big fan of this card. Um, So when you play it, uh, enters the battlefield as uh, an artifact or creature of your choice yeah on the battlefield but i'll give it to you yeah when it enters the battlefield it, it, yeah. it enters the battlefield you did, you did as say that yeah i'll give it to you i'm not gonna be i might be a dick for the Listen, next four though so i play too much cube for me yeah also brea commander hello you did forget the part except it's an artifact oh it's an artifact in addition to its other types sure yeah it was also a zero zero on the card but it is All right. whatever so Okay, so I got ding, ding, ding. We're one for five right now. Or one you're, for one right now. You're one for one. I don't like it because that was a fucking cake. Oh, you're definitely not getting this one. I didn't even know this one. That's the only reason that I didn't think you were getting it. All right, let me see. This one is Slayer of the Wicked. Oh, that sounds like a white card if I've ever heard one. It is white. You got that part right. Yay! Okay, so I knew at least know there was a white mana symbol in it. Slayer of the Wicked. Oh, man. It kind of sounds badass. No, it, it's probably like a fucking uncommon or something. It's definitely a creature. What gave that away? Uh, the fact that it's Slayer of the Wicked. <laughs> so that it, that insinuates that it's a thing. This is one of your sets, bro. So you better fucking... If you this don't get this... one of my sets. Oh my god, is it is it from Innistrad block? You tell me. 
Oh man, I don't know. Oh, it must have been a bad card from that block too. Shit. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, the fact that you told me it was from Innistrad block and now I don't. Well, you didn't tell me it's from Innistrad block, but you said that it was. Oh no. Is it like? Oh. You want to give? Me I will give points? you want a hint. Yes, I do. It is a very common theme of Innistrad block. Oh shit. Oh. F- from it's definitely from Innistrad, right? Oh, or is it from the me. block? So it's from I like I honestly dark. don't know the rules quite perfectly. So am I allowed to tell you what set it's from? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to lose, you want to don't tell me that. You should get that. It I've drafted this like, card frequently. I want to say as like a pick eight. It's a like an eighth pick. You said that it was a draft. You said it's okay. So it's a draft card. Okay, I think I'm going to use one of my lifelines because I I think if you tell me the text. I will know this card. So let, let me know what it says. When Slayer of the Wicked enters the battlefield, you may destroy target vampire, werewolf, or zombie. Oh, fuck. This thing's a... It's a 3-3? Three, three? It's a, it's either a 3-3 three, three or a 3-2, but it's definitely 3 and a white. Because this card was, like, fucking awesome in this limited format. That's my 100% final answer. This It's either a 3-3... Three, three, I'm going to say it's a 3-3 three, three for 3 and a white. Your final answer? Yeah. Uh, what? You're super fucking close. It's three, two. But what's, three the, what's, the, what's the CMC? Three in white. Is that what we're going off of? Is yeah, we're just going white? off CMC. So oh. I got it right. I just, ding, I just ding, like reballing the power and toughness. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I got the W on that one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. I knew that one. And I don't know Innistrad very well. So. I, I, like, I grew up on that. Form. I love that format. You got to get one of the next three. Oh my god, I'm just gonna blow three in a row. Well, the next one is planes, so I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead. And... <laughs> okay, same I... thing. Jesus Christ, you got K cards. All right, this one might well, be. You're just a little... through them? Well, the last one was planes, and then wall of cradle or uh, Gaia's cradle. Oh, I don't know what that card does. Fuck off. <laughs> right, so this one is wall of bone. I'd be shocked if you know this one. I mean, it's a wall. So I'm assuming he has zero power and like three toughness. <laughs> Are you watching my screen, you cunt? No. Okay, you're lucky. Oh, was, is is the three correct? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Um, well, if if it's a wall and it's a O3, it's what's the name of it again? Wall of Bone. So it's a black card or a green card for sure. I mean, it almost has to be black if it's bone in the fucking title, right? Fuck, I don't know. Um... Well, I definitely shouldn't ask for a lifeline at this point because, like, <laughs> Wall of Bone gives me enough information that it doesn't matter what ability is. Um, I'm going to say two and a black. No, one and a black. It's going to be one and a black. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I guess so. Wall of Bl- Bone is two black. It is a one-four skeleton wall with defender. And for a black, you can reject bone. God damn it! Wasn't okay. bad. You got the black part, so I knew the black was right. You fucking misled me saying that it wasn't a fucking. <laughs> the, the wall of bone was the bone part is definitely black. Yeah, that's why I knew it was black, and the wall part makes me think like I can't think Both of any walls that aren't like or... a like a uh, color in one or color in two. It's like I had I was I literally had a flip of a coin with that. And I missed. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I'll yeah, give fucking it move on. Like that I'm, was. I'm, I'm already upset. Gleaming overseer. Oh, isn't Gleaming Overseer from the new set? You tell me. Oh, Gleaming Overseer's the fucking uncommon. I draft this card all the time on, on, on fucking Magic Arena. 
It's an uncommon. It's the one that gives the it, it makes the zombie token and then gives zombie tokens hexproof. It's uh two black blue. Final answer. Yeah. Uh... You're really fucking close. Is it? What is it? It's a one three, isn't it? Isn't it three? Is it three black blue? One black, one blue black, one four. Oh ever... fuck! It was one blue black. God damn it! You were on point. I did not know this one. Actually, oh my god! I mean, I drafted. I, I, I would have really saw. Like set and if I, drafted I would have saw the one. art, I would have. But knowing the name, I wouldn't have. Fuck! Wow! I got so, so close on these last two, but I missed yeah. them by one fucking color. Yeah. It is Gleaming Overseer, one blue-black, Zombie Wizard, one four. Whenever it enters the battlefield, a mass one. Zombie tokens you control have hexproof and menace. Oh my god, get, oh yeah, it does give hexproof and menace. Yeah, that card is a fucking real deal. I think that's why I thought it was a fucking, it was a two blue-black. Shit, god damn it. I should have fucking had that one. I should be, I should be winning right yeah, now. Yeah, that one, you fucked up. I have my lifeline for the last one, though. So, like, it, it's coming down to this. Let's do this. Heavy fog. Uh, I don't think that's an actual... Oh, that's legal. Heavy fog. Heavy fog? Are you fucking serious? I mean, I want to say it's a green card, right? That's up to you, buddy. Fuck. Okay. I need... Oh, no. I'm using my lifeline. Give me the fucking text. Of... Close your eyes. I don't have your screen. Okay. All right. I have it X'd out. It is. Cast the spell... Only during the declare attacker step, and only if you've been attacked this step. Prevent all Wait. damage that would be dealt to you this turn by attacking creature. Are you giving me the errated text, or are you giving me the card text? That is the errated text. So it's only during declare attacks, and only... If you are the defending player. If you are being attacked? Yes. And, and it just prevents damage? Yes. If you know this card, I would literally freak out. I'd be shocked. Well, it's just fog, right? Well, the name of the card is Heavy Fog. Well, I mean, but the ability itself is not. What other, does it have any other printings? Like, what, what, are, the, what are the sets it was? Well, the OG is Portal 3K. Oh, Jesus Christ, that helps us. Yeah, you might fuck. be fucked here. Oh, man. I mean, I'm just going with, I'm just going with regular fog, right? So one in a green? Final answer. I mean, that's the best I can fucking do. It's like heavy fog, like fog, I guess. Like, fuck, one in the green. Yeah, one in the green. Final answer. Are you sure that is your final answer? Yeah, I, I yes. It is one in the green. <laughs> yes, no fucking way. Are you serious? You had some fucking cakewalks, but you guessing heavy fog, you surprised I mean, me. It had to have been a giveaway with them calling it heavy fucking fog, right? This card is a $10 card, just so you know. How is heavy fog a $10 card? Was it only printed a half of a time? It was printed in Portal 3K, bro. Oh, so it was printed half a time. It really wasn't printed any other time. I mean, it's no, also it's... heavy fucking fog. So it is, well, it's just fog. Fogs are green. It's strictly and worse heavy fog, fog of course, is going to be a green, yeah. It's strictly worse fog for the same mana cost, and it's... A hundred times more than a regular fog, because I'm pretty sure a regular fog's worth like a dollar. No, you're fucking crazy. No, it's worth like no, not even a dollar. It's worth like uh, eleven cents. Yeah, that was the only printing was Portal 3K. I can't believe I fucking got. Oh, so I'm the winner. Look at that. We're both fucking successful at this game, even though. Okay. You... To be fair, you had Pyrexian Metamorph. Yeah, but I also got wrong a card that I hundred I have played in the past like seven days. So I oh. might be mentally oh. fucking deficient. It's because you're a dumb dumb. So which oh. so we got, I got Phyrexian Metamorph. That was obviously a winner. I got a card from Innistrad, which I've definitely drafted a bunch. 
No, you missed the Innistrad one. No, I oh, got no. the Innistrad one. No, I just, you got I, it right. I didn't yeah. get the power and toughness right, right? Yeah, you got the mana cost right. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. So I get to do the shout out. Unfortunately, you get to do the shout out. Whoa, shit. This is a lot of fucking work. So. You're not wrong. Don't fuck it up. Oh, you know who I want to shout out this week? I would like to shout out my main man over on YouTube. Vince, also known as Pleasant Kenobi. I have a soul bond with this man just because we are both Legacy Death and Daxes players and we are a rare breed and we are an elite breed. And also, his content fucking kills me, man. Every single time I watch one of his videos, I end up in stitches. Honestly, he was, a, like, he was uh, a, a, big, a big inspiration for what we're doing here. So shout out to fucking Pleasant Kenobi. Go over to youtube.com slash Pleasant Kenobi. Uh, go on Twitter. I'm almost assured, hing, assuring that he is Pleasant Kenobi on Twitter. Uh, he has a Patreon. Go check that out. Like support him. He's doing magic full time. If you are a magic fan, you should not have a difficulty finding him. You should already be following him. But if you're not, seriously, go fucking check him out. He's great. I've heard his shit. It's he's funny. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's he great. He seems like at least. Shout I've out. never I, met I, him. I want to play like commander with him someday in person. And that would be a highlight of my life. Just to be able to fucking play ignorant magic with an ignorant human being. It is fun. I'll give you that. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right. So, uh, well, that's about a wrap right there, isn't it? I think that's a fucking wrap. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a whole bow tie on episode two. If you haven't listened to episode one, please go listen to it. If you have, again, you're a fucking saint. Thank you. Um, and if you've listened yeah. to episode one, and you've listened to episode for two, thank through it. You're uh, you're probably the president, right? I guess if you, if you make it through season one or yeah, season Jesus Christ, episode one and two, two you might be the president. Yeah, you. I think we owe you like uh, at least our firstborn children, at, at very least, because you you did some you did some real shit. Because it is honestly fucking it's I, that first episode's tough to get through. But this one's I think this one should be much better. Um, if you, I mean, yeah, if I'm you only liked partially it, drunk. Like I'm not. No, I'm like fucking, we're we're like average drunk, right? I'm not white girl wasted. So Mm-mm. and that no, I'm not and, quite uh, like blue girl. No one really bitched at us on Twitter or anything, so I'm pretty sure that we're fucking perfect. Yeah, all six of you who are listening to this, fucking big ups to you. Reach out to us on Twitter if you are looking to find us. If you want to reach out to Fetch and Shock, find us at at Fetch underscore Shock. That's the best way to reach us. Um, if you if you want to hit me up specifically, it, I am on Twitter at at Basic Land Bin. If you lo- are looking for Matt, that's Tyler, by the way. The yeah, that's me. I'm Tyler. Tyler. If you haven't realized this, you're way behind me. But yeah, if you're looking for me, it's at Basic Land Bin. If you're looking for Matt, it is at It's Bob. Is that my Twitter? Who would have thunk? It, right? Pretty simple. You can find me. You can find us. It's not hard. Come say hi. Even if you say, hey, hey, Bob, you're a fuckhead. I'll be like, hey. Honestly, that's all I want. for like, reaching hey, out, hey, man. you suck. You fucking suck, idiot. Yeah. Hey, and if you guys have any comments concerns if you want us to talk well if you have concerns you can fuck off but if you have us any uh, yeah anything that you're you thinking want us to talk about something fucking shout let it us out know. Please, about it. i don't care yeah there's one we're, thing we're i won't interested, talk about we're interested in listener feedback eskimos. if you try to talk about eskimos with me boy you are oh, in for a disappointment that's just if you find out what movie that's from shoot it at me and i'll be cool with <laughs> no but yeah honestly for real Thank you, fucking nerds. We'll see you next week. Peace. Later, nerds.
Goodbye. <laughs>